the show. Let's get this thing going. Let's get going. Let's get let's get started here. Let's do it. Yeah, we think it's going. Gonna get this going. Yeah. I'm I'm, I'm yeah, awake. Get, um, get the ball. Gotta be funny. Get the ball. Gotta be funny, gotta guys. Podcast. I'm started. awake. My brain's working. How do? Where do we even? podcast and uh what shit this is the pod that doesn't end uh, <laughs> this is the podcast they play in hell well, uh, fun, fun fun fact uh when we had our meeting last weekend little little inside baseball here uh i was going to suggest that you know like we took the week off you know like get some take some time like really start to develop some stories and then these two yo-yos were like no let's do one and now hey what's hey, going to hey, happen hey 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 <laughs> don't pin this on me i didn't have shit to do with this yep. i thought, nope. I thought uh, this was your guys's idea nope oh wait <laughs> holy shit scum yep this is on you isn't it yeah. yep in and one you... ear out the other i was half asleep during the meeting and then i'm like yeah i'll have a whole week <laughs> off it'll be great and then i re- then you're like yeah all right so i wrote this script and i'm like wait we're recording tomorrow <laughs> i was really looking forward to not fucking doing anything <laughs> we are professional <laughs> oh yeah no unemployment's going great guys i'm doing i'm doing yeah, good yeah, i'm yeah. doing good i totally slept last night <laughs> so uh yeah today uh today we got we got story time or coin ops here um but it, it's gonna be kind of a little long one it's yeah. about a recent story that just popped up about six days ago so on new excited. york times um but like kind of before we get started there was this thing that's just been on my head a lot lately and it's really troubling um a lot of people don't really realize this like Back on, like, the night of long knives. Wait, what? <laughs> well, I'm drawing a parallel. we got to okay. start in the past. Okay. Okay. So when the Nazis were, like, going around wrecking shit, um, yep. they basically, that was, there was, there was a, there was a Nazi. His name was Fromm, I want to say, or something. Fromm? But he, he was, he was, like, outwardly gay. And he ran, like, this brutal division of, like, these SS motherfuckers and stuff like that. And, like, after the Night of the Long Knives, uh, they pretty much hung him in public, and then they started rounding up uh, various homosexuals, uh, the handicapped, uh, the mentally ill, etc., and sticking them in the concentration camps. And I just want to bring this up because um, I've been seeing a lot of fucked-up rhetoric lately, like, in the news coming from various... I'm not a big Dan Crenshaw fan, policy-wise. Mm-hmm. I also think he's kind of an ass. But he was assaulted by people to the right of him recently. Interesting. Didn't know that. Um, because, like, he wasn't, like, going to go far enough with, like, the January 6th shit or whatever. I can't remember exactly what the reason was. But the fact that we're starting to see these kinds of, like... Like, there there are purity tests, like, in the Democratic Party. You know, you, if you, especially if, like, you can live around D.C., you're going to... You're going to find yourself at someone's house and someone's going to start to want, you know, talk politics. And then they're going to like, you're going to see how far into the DNC they are and how like, yeah. 
into the idea of your taxes actually going to things like your money going to things to actually help you as a society you know like or just sucking ass of like lobbyists mm-hmm. you know like you, you find out like where that orientation is those are those kind of purity tests i've never really seen anyone on the dnc like kind of really get into a fucking fist fight over it i've seen people get like heated but it's that like gentrified kind of heated yep. you know with like a lot of pointing fingers and very stern mm-hmm. well articulated words yeah. and um like there's a lot of that but here we're like seeing assaults and we're also seeing rhetoric ramp up um, like against like trans people. Yeah. And that's how they started this about a hundred fucking years ago is they went after the most marginalized groups. Yeah. What makes people think that they're not next? You know, like what, yeah. if, you, if you allow this, then what else are you going to allow until there's a whole fucking poem about this first they came for the, you know, yeah. and we're, 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 we're there. Like we're not. This isn't like. like oh, let's is wait. That, uh, there's a song that you play on your uh, your sets too, right? If you tolerate uh, this, then your children. Will if you be tolerate next. this, then your children will be next. Yeah, that, that manic street preacher song. Yeah. Like yeah. this. This is an and, idea that's you know, like that's, uh, God damn that man. That's the song. words of that song now. Like that just kind of hit me. Like yeah. God yeah. I I mean, there's even other songs from like even you know the the, the 90s. There's the entire. Popoli itself, Dostitos Mi Amigos album. Yeah. You know, that whole Ick Benign Auslander song. Oh, yeah. You know, take a look around the cities and the towns. Like, it's. it's oh, yeah. We rise to the right fucking been, 25, uh, 30 years ago. Yeah, like, this is new. This shit for, you know, yeah, for a long time. But no, plus one, years. no one wants to panic because it's inconvenient here. Like, that's oh, yeah. where we're fucked. Like, yeah. here. Uh, we're, we're very much oh. like watching on TV happen. Guys, I mean, yeah. the. Uh, place that i'm working right now it's got a concert venue and mm, those are great <sighs> yeah so i well, have to clean up them, I, have but... to, I have to clean up after a con after a concert sometime uh the mm-hmm. other night yeah uh but every time i do it's just like dumpster world by a band of horses plays in my head <laughs> yeah. You know, don't, yeah don't pick up that trash but we're on the ground See, that, uh, that was the nice thing about working at a small venue, you know, is, yeah. is that people were pretty much bringing it back to you. Yeah. Like, here you go. Here's your glass. Well, okay, thank you, sir. So basically just... Oh, go ahead. Yeah, where I'm It's working, like an arena. Yeah, well, it's 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 an amphitheater. So, but okay, it, yeah. and it kind of caters to, like, I don't know, the, the middle, upper middle class uh, a okay. little bit, so... Who's yeah, uh, who's who's on who's on the who's on the lineup list? The uh, lead singer from Fish uh, was Trey. I am not sure, Trey. but Trey Anastasio. Uh, yeah, no, I found. Oh, God damn it, guys! I found I found a box of four half gram half gram joints. I'm still pissed <laughs> off about it. They <laughs> <laughs> uh, were only slightly trampled, you guys. It was free weed. <laughs> <laughs> literally, literally oh. stepped on. Literally stepped on. Yeah, I should have just not said anything, but then I decided to brag to my coworkers like a fucking idiot. Oh, and they're like, oh, that. you got to turn that in. Yeah. Oh, oh, you can't keep that. You got to throw it away. And I'm like, turn it out. Just sitting there, fucking hot boxing in the office. Yeah, anyway, exactly. but, but my point is, we're we're at that stage where we need to got to keep an eye on people. You got to keep an eye on what the fuck's going on. You know, um, and just recognize that 
they're not going to suddenly one day show up and be like, oh, we fucked up. All right, everything's cool. We're going to just chill out. That's never going to happen. <laughs> oh, yeah, no. They've got this. Yeah, no. They've got they've got this inertia that they're like really, really trying to bank on here. And I'm not really seeing a whole lot of, you know, I'm seeing a lot of tweets about it. And that's they want good you, they because want you need to spread information in the world. They want you to think that. Well, I mean, the, it's the accelerationism. That's it's yeah. always their play. Is that like they figure if they can ruin enough systems, if they can ruin enough things like transit or water or you know whatever, if they can make enough of those things, you know, and this is from the GOP on down. Like GOP's entire game plan in the last forty years has basically been to like make a government agency so inefficient that you want to privatize it so they could just take that money. Exactly. And, mm-hmm. like, they're trying to do that with the United States Postal Service. I don't know why they haven't gotten rid of this DeJoy motherfucker yet. But, like, it's, you know, you're not supposed to make money on everything. Some things are necessities. Yes. Like, the fact that they charge for water, shelter, and, like... Really? It's just yeah. I think ridiculous. A, I think frankly. a better system would be, you know, the point of having a large business is, like, if you're gonna, if you're heading towards monopoly anyways, like... I don't, well, think I, mean, that, I, don't, the, I don't think that there should be, like, like 3M. 3M is a good example. It creates a lot of products <laughs> that yeah. uh, that are kind of essential to our everyday lives, but then, you know, it's not like... Well, I, I mean, look, it's not like you're going to make billions and billions working as an ex- executive which, which is a good 3M. Design. It should just be yeah. a nationalized well, thing. We're, it we're, should be a... It should we be should be further along as a society go. by now. Yeah. But we have we have these like weird monopolies, these bottlenecks in our society that are holding back progress. Yeah, it's the same thing. It's like uh, it, I, I might have mentioned this before. Like John Oliver just said this bit about how like way the fuck back, you know, they broke up AT and T because yeah. MCI was like kind of kicking its ass a little bit. And the second the market opened up, there were all these innovations. Like we got cell phones, we got faster internet. Like yep. all this shit happened because these motherfuckers weren't stuck holding us back. And Apple does it. You know, like all of these things, they, there are things so much further and beyond. The amount of, kind of open the amount of money, tools. The amount of money that the the oil uh, that oil companies have thrown at blocking battery, like research yeah. on batteries, is oh, oh yeah. that goes back to when I was a senior in high school. Like they, like BP, basically, uh, apparently, had a working like I think we've had a saltwater engine that's been like functional since the sixties. Just put salt water in it. But you know, you know, it just does a thing. Yeah, it's like I don't know that capitalism uh, breeds innovation. No, it doesn't breed innovation. I, I'm no, take gonna a look keep saying this. Literally, I just I'm going to gonna keep saying this. It does not breed innovation. It breeds scarcity, and scarcity Having... may breed innovation, but it also breeds a lot of other shit like crime and you know. Well, scarcity. I mean, that's the problem. Just desperation like, in general. Yeah, they, exactly. It's the, this this balance of like demand, supply and demand, and stuff. Like, it, it's not written in stone. It's just a thing that they've been exploiting for all these years. Oh yeah, it's like a, it's it's, it's their rules. It's their game that we're, they're forcing. Everybody. Well, well right. Know, it's, and there's a. It's the reason we're literally we had a dark, sitting. It, it's the reason we had a dark ages. Like the whole point of like having well, yeah. individual or p- fucking bloodlines with like uh, absolute power. Uh, turns out it holds back human civilization for a really long time or collapses it. And then yeah. we had a fucking plague and that ended it. <laughs> God, I can, I can actively remember like it was like I was in high school in art class when we found out that like Stevie Ray Vaughan died in a helicopter crash. Okay. Damn. 
Yeah, and I I was bummed because I was a real big fan of the guy. I like I just I dig his groove. I like his music. You know, I like the Battle of the Thunderbirds and shit like that kind of mm-hmm. stuff. I wasn't a big Clapton fan. I thought this his stuff was grittier. You know, and it was a bummer because the guy was you know was a talent and stuff like that. And I just it got me thinking about like music living on. Like uh, you know, Cobain dies around the same time, so you know I've got a lot of this kind of holy shit. You know, nothing is permanent floating around in my head that's been there since I was in like second grade and it's really starting to swirl now and I'm getting this whole idea of like you know at least we're not going to go back to a time where we are ruled by like this like religious conglomerate (laughs) I I actually I was just like ah at least I can just take a breath there and know that All the fucked up <laughs> shit that's still yet to happen. Like, yeah, uh, it wasn't even ninety nine yet. You know what I mean? Like, we haven't even got a nine eleven and shit yet. There's no, no way. There's no way. There's we'll none be of that. We were just like getting grunge. kings and you know, Mr. Yeah, no, we, we had grunge. We had the soundtrack to the movie Singles. You know what I mean? Like, it, 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 shit was all right. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. You know, our beer was weak and piss like. It was like, <laughs> I'm not being wistful or nostalgic, but I was just like, really, my God, there really was a oh. moment where I was convinced. That we were like gonna move to a slightly more logical sort of society, but no, we're in the prequel to Mad Max. This sucks. Yeah, yeah. Uh, oh yeah, and another thing I want to talk about. Um, so yeah, keep an eye on uh, these Nazi fucks and, and protect your trans friends because like, yep. what the fuck? Yeah, look out for um, each other. I want to. I want to give a, a an extremely brief like uh, shout out to the movie Everything Everywhere All at Once. I can't <laughs> shut up about it. He won't. He he keeps talking. I watched it. it like three days ago, and I I won't tell them any. I won't spoil it for any of you. I don't want go in as blind as possible. Like if you've only ever seen the first trailer, you're good. You're good because you might have forgotten it by now. Don't freshen up. Go in blind. It's such a fucking wonderful combination of so many aspects of storytelling and like visual storytelling, uh, dialogue. There's no real like 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 the exposition's hilarious when it happens. Like you don't even realize that's what it is because it's like it has to happen, you know. Like, yeah. and you will see things that you have never seen before. So uh, it's uh, what a an amazing, explosive, delightful piece of cinema. It it, it exceeded Point its height. Would you would you yeah. say that you've seen things that we people would believe? I, you know what? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> oh, you, you know how I've been sending you like a, like a, every so often I send you like a gift from that movie RRR, which is also bonkers and fucking wonderful. Yeah. Um, I could show you three hundred of those, and it wouldn't even cover like. It wouldn't spoil anything. It wouldn't even cover like three hundred leopards being thrown at some dude. <laughs> no, there's just the one leopard. But I mean, there, there's like the, the prison escape where the dude's on his buddy's back and he's shooting guns, and he, he's running around like this. Dude, or he's like on his shoulders, and he's just running around shooting people. It's, I look. There's so much in that fucking movie that is just goofy. Just turn your bro out. into a technical. It's fine. <laughs> it's yes, I, exactly. <laughs> I mean, from the opening moments of that movie, where you have like a guy on a horse, they're they're holding a really long piece of like cloth, and the other guy's on a motorcycle, and they ride toward each other, and then they veer off at a ninety degrees and jump off a fucking bridge over a river, and then like. The guy grabs a flag on the way down and dips it in water because the other guy is intercepting this like kid and they do a switch off where the guy grabs like this kid to save him and the other guy grabs the wet flag and wraps it around himself because he goes into fire. Wow. Those are words that came out of my mouth and they're 100% true. <laughs> <laughs> 
but uh, but no, for real, like everything everywhere all at once is is why cinema exists. And I think after that, we can pretty much stop making movies. Like the bar is too high. You fucked up. <laughs> That's all I'm saying. If you need the the greatest multiverse film that will ever be made, there you go. Enjoy. Right, no. Yeah, don't bother so, Marvel. So, oh no! If you want to see three Spider-Mans, hey, go for it. Well, right. I'm not here to yuck. By all means. But if you want to see something be done with the concept that isn't just make it like showing all the different yeah, movies playing together, put but, as many as much shit together as you can. It's tight, yeah. and it, yeah, I started watching it again this morning because I'm sick. I just can't stop. Yeah. Like it's visually, it does so many things, but like. <sighs> I'm trying to think of another movie that did this where like you see the movie and you get to the end of it and then you watch the movie again and you're like, oh my God, this starts here. Like all the fucky shit starts, starts here. And it's like literally the opening moments. There's like one of the opening shots is actually like, oh fuck, where are we now? You know, like what, what, what is actually happening here? What are we looking at? You know, like, oh, so, so good. It's, it's, uh, it's like the lamentation configuration, but for just pure glee. <laughs> lament configuration yeah i, I can't remember what it's, it's called. a lament yeah. configuration. anyways so speaking of uh weird hellraiser shit um <laughs> talking about cenobites let's talk about google yes so six days ago a new york times article which i did not read because journalism dies behind a paywall i guess and uh um, pretty much yeah it, but it was referenced in a verge article which took me to the sources medium post there's this fellow named Kevin Lloyd. Kevin Lloyd, um, basically about six days before we're recording this, he released this article on Medium titled The Cult in Google. In it, he tells about his time as part of Google Developer Studio from 2007 to about midway through like 2021. Mm-hmm. All right. And, you know, like I said, there's a story about Kevin in the New York Times. So if you subscribe to that, it's a, apparently really good. I just not paying them to read it. Um, and I haven't figured out that, that, that thing that you put in the URL doesn't work anymore. But anyway, um, but as it's behind a paywall, I'm going to go with Kevin's medium post as well as his other source, which is a podcast, uh, which I'll, I'll get into a bit more uh, later by a journalist named Jennings Smith. It's called revelations. It's only on Spotify. It's six episodes. It's very quick, extremely in depth. And I'm not going to be like, we're not following everything in there because it's fucked up. And there's just, I need to gloss over some of it and let you extrapolate on how bad it is. Um, but it's a really good listen. I definitely, you know, he's done an amazing job with it. Um, he talked to people involved, went to locations, et cetera, et cetera, things that I am neither willing nor capable of doing. And uh, so I'm going to lean on that a little bit at a certain point, but it basically, this, this whole thing starts off like with Kevin getting a job with a Google Developer Studio based on a recommendation from his friend from over a decade who he refers to as this guy named Dan. <clears throat> now, Kevin, he'd been working as a producer in L.A. You know, he's pretty psyched about it. It was his first job out of L.A. and he was going to get a decent bump in pay. Yeah, hell yeah, dude. You know, he gets, he gets to move from L.A. to like the, basically the Bay Area. It's nice. So he moves to Mountain View. And he starts asking his co-workers, like usual new guy, questions like, you know, what are the cool spots, where are you from? And then it gets a little weird. It wasn't that, like, the crew was from out of town, right? He was out. He's from out of town. Sure. That's not a big deal. Yeah. It's that a large proportion of them were from the same small rural California town in one of the state's poorest countries 150 miles away, like north of Sacramento. Okay. 
it's a the county is known as Yuba. It's known <laughs> it's it's no it's, it's pretty poor. Like it's not yeah they don't have a whole lot of services and stuff in there. And the reasons why it will become very clear shortly. And it's not even because it's basically known for muff. I'm sorry, pot farms and meth. And you, <laughs> God, when you conflate the words pot and meth, you get moth. Yeah. That's that's a, so that's a moth, intense combination. Moth farms and pet. I don't know. Uh, yeah, no, so they got that, and they also have like a vineyard with a, a winery. Uh, but we'll get to that in a minute. Oh boy, Kevin notices that about roughly half of his twenty-five colleagues are from this one town. So. He gets to know his team, and some of them also think it's weird that so many people are from this place called Oregon House, California. That's the name of the town, Oregon House. Oregon House. Right. Yeah. Not Oregon. ominous at all. Oregon. Oregon. Right. I can't think of anything ominous. I just think of, like, you know, I'm going to... It's a weird I, name I, I for I a town. I hope I catch shit for this, but, like, I, I really, now, all I think of is Portlandia. <laughs> and <laughs> it's... That's kind of like a Michigan City existing in... Right. Uh, yes, that was right. One hundred percent. That's where I used to go. Oh, to one of the suburbs when I lived in Laporte. One of the suburbs around here is named Wyoming. So, how many states have a fucking Kansas City in it? Oh, so because it? it's like Kansas City, Missouri, and then there's like probably Kansas City, Rhode Island. I, I doubt it. I doubt it. Somebody, Possibly. Go I'm going to be surprised. So anyway, <clears throat> he was going to like chalk all these people being from the same town up as like you know cronyism or nepotism. Sure, but like. We're talking like half the team are all from the same town and knew each other beforehand and had close relationships. Like they were, yeah, that's in, in jokes and shit. You know what I mean? Yeah, they were they it's were great. they were buddies before they even started working there. Yeah, right, right. And so that okay. that would be weird enough. Sure. But then it turned out that like Google Development uh, Studio had been sending a lot of business in the direction of Oregon House, specifically a winery, more specifically called Grant Marie. To the tune of hundreds of thousands of dollars every year. That sounds like money laundering. Weird. No, they were buying wine. Okay. But they were, just, they no, were buying they, a legitimately, like the winery would even set up like a booth at GDS. That's a weird ass wow. thing for a software company. Is someone like related <laughs> to somebody? Well, there? I, don't, I don't really, I don't think I get too much into it, but like he basically talked about how there were um they would have these like events and stuff like all the time like six five seven six times a year and like even the head of google has had this one because like that's what they used exclusively for the big get together it's weird okay it, it it's not that it's like from there that's weirding me out it's weird to me out that it's like just the exclude it, it's exclusively coming from this one place like you're google yeah. you're having a big event you could literally yeah. get wine from literally anywhere you fucking want it, to you know what you know what you know what though Maybe they could Google it. <laughs> oh God! Well, here's it's good. I'm gonna keep using that joke. Uh, discovered it anyway. Um, but uh, well, go ahead. I was gonna say, I mean, it's been proven that there's not really much difference between a ten dollar bottle of wine and like a thousand sure, dollar yeah. bottle of wine. Too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah, they, they, I, I, I don't really think that there's something very weird about that, but they're buying crates at a time for these events. Yeah, you know, I, I, like, I, I would. Because they're, they're yeah. going to have, you know, three, four hundred people there and stuff. A bottle is usually like four glasses or so. So, like, I don't know what their co the, the cost overhead is on it. You know what I mean? I just know that, like, over the course of six or seven events, they're spending like two, three hundred dollars in stuff of wine. There could be some weird markup or something like that, but no one had, like, you know, Google said shit, right? Like, you, you'd think they'd be on top of it, you know, as they have all the information yeah but 
Anyway, well, here's a fun fact. When you Google Google Development Studios, the top link isn't that particular department, but a link to Google Developers page, which is just like yeah. kind of a series of tools to get started making apps like Firebase yes. stuff and shit. The first link below a cluster of links that are related to that. And then, you know, they have that suggestion, like, you know, they add words and have like the user questions and stuff. And then you get to like the free links that are SEO'd up to the top. Um, the first link is uh, below the cluster of suggestions for like related links. And it's the LinkedIn profile for Peter Lubbers, who is GDS's director. And if you dig a little, you get to his Twitter account, which if you click on it, requires you to possibly allow you to follow him if he allows it. And then eventually I'll get to why I didn't do that. Okay. Because <laughs> frankly, I'm not sure I want to be interacting with uh, these folks. Anyway. Um, yeah. Because like what you don't want to do is like hiss somebody off at Google. Yeah. Like they can just look you up, you know, like they don't even have to hack it. They just like, eh, it's just yeah. Right Google here is database. definitely the, uh, the lowest profile of all the, uh, mega corporations because we don't have really the person that we can point to specifically like jeff bezos or elon musk uh yeah i think they switch it out a lot and they're so vast yeah like they, they've done the same thing that like Microsoft they're, they're and very hydra-esque well just imagine just, like you just look pissed i was just up. getting into google plus all right yeah i was just like i was like this actually i prefer this this is and nice they're, you they're know too fucking convenient too like i i yeah. Oh yeah. I can't. I can't. Well, no, I'm still a DuckDuckGo guy, man. I don't give a fuck. Like when I want to, when I want to look up the real shit. But like for the purposes of this story, I just wanted them to know, like if they're tracking me at all. Like, hey, uh, I just imagine if, your shit if, you, if you piss somebody off at Google, they just like, yeah, we're gonna put all like whatever's related to you, your business, your identity, we're gonna put that on the second page of the search. <laughs> Fine. Yeah. And right. that just no. destroys I mean, you. That, yeah, and it, it, this has come up. You know, I would also refer you back to that, like, uh, recent, like, little John Oliver bit about, like, tech monopolies. Like, I've mentioned it before. Like, it's... Oh, yeah. No, it's... That's just how it is, yep. you know? Uh, but anyway, so anyway, Kevin thought this shit was weird with the wine. But, yeah, we really didn't give it a whole lot of thought, because nothing really else happened. It was just like, huh, weird. Yeah. Like, we did. That's We're about just like, huh, my that's reaction. That's a lot of money on wine. Yeah. Right. That would be my Until reaction. Until late 2018. Oh, boy. Yeah, so he was at lunch with his uh, director of photography, who happened to be a freelancer for the day. So Kevin asked him where he was from, and he said, Grass Valley, north of Sacramento. And then another co-worker chimed in with, a, oh, you're from the place everywhere we work with is from. And Kevin clarified, he, he was just like, Oregon House. And the freelancer was like, oh, no. And then he got real serious. Quote, Oregon House isn't a town, he said. It's a cult. <laughs> so... So lunch got weird, right? Yeah, I'd say so. <laughs> the freelancer went on to explain that the whole town was pretty much just a member of like fellowship of friends. Like there people owned homes all throughout the town and stuff like that. Like not we'll get to the compound, but like not everyone lived in the compound. They own most of the Wait, land. What are the, the words town. you said before all that? Fellowship of friends. Oh yeah, that's the name of the cult. No, it's not. What the <laughs> what the fuck? Oh that is the most evil weird. sounding shit. That's I I know. I, if I start a call, it's gonna be like buddy group, you know. And then like, <laughs> that's the worst. Like part of the initiation is cannibalism. Fellowship of friends. We're just eating people in the basement. Like I, Jesus I see Christ, Teletubbies, dude. Like I, that's all I can see when I say it. It's just like ah, what? you know, like it's. 
God. They're just speaking gibberish and bouncing around in big old oh, belt why would with you no noses. Name, it's weird. I mean, I know they're like a weird California cult, but like, why would you name? Oh, well, we'll, and, we'll get into it. Oh, God. A little bit. All right. Because hey, there's uh, no real reason for it. Like, it's just a name. You know what I mean? Also, like, well, why, why would the objectivists call themselves objectivists? Other than to, like, get across the fact that they want people to think that they're objective. So I guess I'm yeah. fairly certain this is like uh, it's an slur. image. We're thing. friends. We're friends. See, right, yeah, right. It's right. in the name. Right. We're friends. We're friends. Yeah. While I like you know re- cutting you open to read your entrails, you know. Yeah, that's why they call it like Boy Scouts instead of molester factory. <laughs> <You know, it's laughs> like... <laughs> so anyway, the freelancer went on to explain that the whole town was pretty much a member of the Fellowship of Friends. Damn, that's my and, retirement plan. Like, Fuck. Well, he, he answers some, like, general questions, you know, that, like, let Kevin be like, ah, shit, this is weird. I don't want it to get too weirder because, like, we're just trying to eat, like, hey, I'm trying to eat my fucking sandwich, sandwich and a banana. Exactly. You know, like, yeah. <laughs> like, let's not fuck this up. But, like, when Kevin got home, he did some digging. Turns out, the Fellowship of Friends is a real cult. It's been around for a minute. Uh, he found support groups for ex-members mm, online. Never heard of he it. He found... Articles in mainstream outlets from the 90s that described them as a cult, including a deep dive into the group's, quote, cult line. And then there were also podcast episodes, including a recent six-part podcast study called Revelations, where journalist Jennings Brown actually made contact with and visited the compound of the Fellowship of Friends. How I'm long, talking in, like, 2018. How long have these people like, been around? Like, 2018 to I've never heard of them. I love this shit, I, by the way. Like, I, dude, there are like, so many cults. Yeah, there are like, so many cults. Like, don't even know. How are they... Yeah, the, like I never heard of them. I've literally n- never heard them mentioned anywhere. Like, how- yeah, no, me either. Not until last like fucking six days ago. Because that's a cult you they're know, doing like great. Like, that's my retirement plan, man. Man, you have an entire town. That's impressive. Well, it's dicey. Okay. Um, <laughs> okay. And like when I like when I mentioned, they have at least the entire was, compound. The, the, there's a reason hey, why there's some the articles dreams. in the nineties. Okay. Uh, that that's there that's yeah so anyway i'm gonna be taking a lot of the points here in the middle from the podcast okay uh for this next part but like i totally recommend listening to that whole thing uh, you know, the digestible yeah. the very well produced again? it's called revelations it's on it's only on spotify like it's like an exclusive okay um right. that's the only place you can find it but like it's solid it's like really really good it was an easy listen i just did it in a day i just sat there like trying not to play on my phone and just like take notes and it worked um so anyway the fellowship of friends was started back in the early 70s like Jesus wow yeah, so really i was like right. by a guy named of course he has three names robert earl burton no it's not <laughs> who described himself as quote a goddess in a man's body okay that's kind of okay. cool that's pretty cool yeah. but i'm not gonna yeah. lie that's uh, oh yeah well it depends yeah. They, now, look, I'm not saying that like a person who feels that way is gross or anything at, at all. Be your best self. Like, be yourself. Find yourself. Like, do you? This seems different than that. Okay. This seems like something a little bit more complicated and <sighs> some denial, possibly. Like, it's really hard to parse, but how it's used is pretty fucked up. Okay. And that's that's where, like, oh, I actually had to go back and retake that note because I misheard it when I thought it was like, oh, he's a god in a man's body. Because, like, eh. 
that would actually make what happens later make more sense. But it was repeated like in a later episode, and I was like, oh, that's why. Oh, shit. So, um, yeah, no, it's it's complicated. Okay. Yeah. It's a doomsday cult, so fun times, right? Oh, yeah. great. They, good, they, good, good. Just good. Like, Fantastic. I was just hoping it was the regular, you know, neoliberal bullshit. Yeah, but. seriously. Oh, no, no. This, well, it's that and this. It's oh, great. Good. Oh, good. Oh, to <laughs> both worlds. Yeah, because, like, these people aren't morons. Like, clearly. They're, they're, well, that's a thing. Like, I, I may have mentioned it before. You may have heard it before. Like, this is a thing. Like, if you fall under a call, it doesn't mean you're stupid. Odds oh, yeah. are. Yeah. You're smart enough to talk yourself into anything yep. so you can make this make sense. Like, that's the danger and power of your mind, you know? And oh, yeah. Like, oh, yeah. So that's not often. Like, it, it's not like you're going to see fucking intelligent people do weird shit. Smart doesn't necessarily mean good. It happens every day. You know, Dr. Oz, great surgeon, piece of shit person. Yep. You know what I mean? Like, that's just way to, you, know, you can parse these things out. There's people contain multitudes. Variable degrees, man. Yeah. Like, fuck. Anyway, so they're based in Oregon House, California, where they have this compound called Apollo, which is kind of like up the hill. You know, okay. real, real. This is all very tropey and cliche. Um, but like, and then they had a winery that was originally called Renaissance, but now that's the one that goes by the name this, of Grant Murray. I'm gonna say now it sounds like an Italian horror movie, and I'm like, I want to watch this. <laughs> oh, it's it's dumber. Oh, it's that, so I'm, much I'm here dumber. For it. <laughs> I love this shit. So, um, I'm just going to say these next four words um, and pause and then say them again and read the rest of it. Okay. Ex, ex member Gideon Beanstalk. Just <laughs> <laughs> name? I can't. I can't. Hey, there was no way. There was no fucking <laughs> way. Laugh. There was no way. I'm just going to let it go. It's it's his name. It's amazing. Can't. It's amazing. <laughs> and he seems. Uh, complicated but can you, interesting can you, like, can you clarify if that was like a chosen name or his birth name i cannot he's, that's how he was introduced in like the first the episode earth. of the podcast this man may have chosen his name because there there's a thing about it's entirely possible that he did because there is a thing that we'll get into this <laughs> called about naming conventions okay. but like it's not that goofy in every instance like uh anyway uh so ex-member gideon beanstalk joined in the late 70s every time i know every time every time Oh, God. He was the he was the he was the winemaker for Renaissance. Like he wasn't the first guy. There was another fellow that um, helped build the compound at the very beginning in, in the winery because they have a really good position for this. And um, this guy showed up, and you know he was kind of he kind of brought them into prominence. Like he was decades ahead of the curve on like huh. natural winemaking. Um, he did like biodynamic farming and stuff like that. He knew how to re-nutrate, you know, like, put nutrients back into. It's the a soil. smart dude. Like all. Is this extremely this is like complicated <laughs> he's he's interviewed in the podcast like you hear his voice and stuff like that he's a very smart guy but i only mentioned him because he left in 2010 and wow he was in he, it for a while he was in it for a minute and he left to start his own winery and stuff and he's, he's doing fine now but he got the fuck out and the thing is though is that he knew that burton had like sexually coerced hundreds of men like oh. he knew like this had happened now, the fucked up part is, like, yeah, he left, but, like, the sexual abuse allegations had been made public in, uh, 96. It was around then that the winery slowed production because, it, you know, it took a fucking hit, you know? Like, that's not good PR. 
Yeah. And uh, it would stop production as Renaissance in 2015, but there's still like a stockpile of the wine left. They just weren't selling it, but it's sitting there getting older and some assholes going to be like, oh, it'd be really cool because I collect weird shit. And mm -hmm. like pay $20,000 for vinegar. Basically, yeah. So, um, and then there was like Alan, uh, this other guy, Alan Green. He he joined in 74 and stayed until 2016. Wow. And um, now he went to prison for tax fraud, but he remained a member because he was in like one of those white collar country club prisons and he had like constant access to the call, like constant visitors wow. and like letters directly from Burton and shit. And he would have like a, he had a video link at one point where he could just like watch on TV. Wow. Because like that was like a thing they would do. It's almost like if you have money, stuff. you have a different legal system. <laughs> well, this is 2016. So these people are already working at Google. So it's not hard to think that they don't have like a decent, you know, tech kind oh, of. Oh, yeah. No, they're already like there. deep in it. So the, this guy, Alan Green, he he's he describes like the doomsday predictions, which like started around 84. Yeah, there were like yeah. three big ones. Yeah, I was going to ask, like, what what do these people, what do they believe? Like, what is like. All right. Oh, uh, we'll get we'll we'll kind of get to it. Okay. It's, it's really definitely it rips on like uh, Gurdjieff, but like this this doomsday shit's really funny because like it, it would like involve an earthquake. Like for, the first one was kind of vague. Like uh, there, there's not a lot of detail in it, like what the first one kind of was. There's just gonna be some sort of cataclysm. And the only safe place was the Apollo, right? Of course. Um, well, I shouldn't say the Apollo. The Apollo is an amazing theater where you get food off the stage if you suck. This, on the other hand, <laughs> oh. You get to stay if you suck. Um, <laughs> yeah. And so it, they were like basically involving a big earthquake that would shove California into the ocean and make Apollo beachfront property. So Ooh, it's not on. That's optimistic. Like tours entire uh, tools entire like. You know, it's kind of album. it's kind of refreshing though that it kind of like it's not like a total obliteration of everything. It's just like we're going to be an island. Oh, we'll get there. Oh, no, okay. We'll get there. oh, okay. Yeah, no, no, all right. No, no. That that was that was like him testing the waters and stuff. Oh, okay. <clears throat> now, as these predictions came and went with no huge cataclysm, as they do, uh, Burton would tell his followers that they did this to me to give me humility. Who's they, they were Burton's yeah. angels. Uh, angels. Oh, it's They're about to get dumb, buddy. Accurate angel. Nope. Way funnier. Okay. <laughs> So Burton's 44 or 81 angels, I think there's 81, um, are a basically who's who of writers and artists often referenced by shy college fresh, freshmen trying to like get laid. Like it's uh, literally huh? the most, it's the most basic like fucking lit 101, like uh, art 101 list of people. We're talking like in a, in a complete list. And if as I remember them, like because some of them are, the one guy was listing them all because like part of it was like some people would memorize them all and stuff like that. And the fucking... So Jennings, like uh, Smith, lets the guy list it, but he fades it into the background to start the next part of the segment. And I was so <laughs> thankful for that because I was sitting there trying to jot him. I'm like, oh, thank God. <laughs> so wait, um, hold on. So his angels are were either are or were real people who were just artists, yeah. creators, and uh -huh. he thinks they speak to him. Oh, well, yo, buddy. So an incomplete list of the angels are Shakespeare. Okay, of course. Duh. Bach. All right, Dante, Dante Alighieri, whatever, Da Vinci, sure, Walt Whitman, sure, Sophocles, Poe, Blake, Queen Elizabeth, huh? Of all of the angels, the only female angel is is Queen Elizabeth. Okay, don't the first. All right, yeah, and they're all white, also. Oh, yep, good eye, oh, good no. eye. Yeah, the angels, according to Burton, had written a play, and Burton would be their director. 
and he would be the director because he's the only one who knows the plot because naturally he's the only one who could hear the angels. Wait, so they all wrote like a play in the after and, and it, everything well, that happens is a scene in the play. Well, dead. Hold, okay, hold on. I'm trying to figure out his cosmology. So all these, oh, it's very it, all these people. So now in heaven or or afterlife, whatever he believes, wrote a play which is now, which is all all of reality, even though they were alive during it. So mm-hmm. like, I guess it's, it, he, they're writing it as it's happening. It's like basically so they're writing it as it's happening like, while dead. Sometimes, it's like the threads of fate kind of shit. Yeah, I I I have the thought that you know maybe we're actually not living in a real universe either. Maybe this is all just a result of like. Maybe we're all just living in Bill K. Dick's fever dream. No, but this is dumber. Dying in 1980. No, this is way dumber than that. No, but this is is what happens when you entertain those thoughts for way too long. No, this is like worse versions of things that already exist. (laughs) Yeah, well, the first apocalypse didn't happen, right? So, But everybody's still hanging out. We're talking like 1,500 people. Man, that's hard you know, to keep like a cult the, together when your like predictions don't. Three thousand. I think there's like three thousand or five thousand people. It's still a lot. That. It's still way too many. Well, no, for it's, shit. Because this... that's that's a lot. That's you could fucking do a lot of. Damn, shit is it there. that I mean, easy you know, to keep people together when you're spouting this dumb shit? Well, the thing is, is he's one of those. He's very charismatic, and that's something that like you know you got to pay more attention to. Like someone who's very good at you know, being like 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 when Tom Cruise is like excited about something, and like people are taken by that. You know what I mean? Like it's it's that enthusiasm, that kind of thing. That's kind of how the grift works. When you're trying to build a cult and stuff like that, you, you cut them off. You make them like cut off like these guys. You know, you don't you don't talk to your family anymore. We're gonna get into a couple other fucked up things, oh, but man. like, it's 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 this behavioral shift that is like, okay, what do you do? Well, we're gonna do the opposite to you to break you from that, and then I'm gonna make you dependent upon me. Yeah, to give you this weird ethereal thing. Yeah. Um. And, and like, and by now the play that he's like written for everybody has like included nuclear holocaust and economic collapse to the script oh okay so, so by 2018 happy ending yeah you know, well every time but uh by 2018 burton claimed that the next scene would be an event that would eliminate all life on earth except for the folks of fellowship of faith huddled together at apollo okay sure yeah well by this course. point now in the timeline by this point kevin had worked at the Google Developer Studio for about a year, blissfully unaware that half his co-workers were preparing for the apocalypse. Holy in an way. shit. You know, like, that's not in either thing. This is conjecture on my part. But yeah, I'm just still. Totally like, <laughs> we, I mean, we've all worked some jobs. He just thinks but... they're doing weird wine shit. And he doesn't realize that they're all, like, getting ready for a big old fucking apocalypse. Yeah, they're all looking at him like, are you going to survive? Probably not. And also, by this point, I should mention that Robert Burton is like 79 years old. Fuck, really? Like his, his cataclysm, this particular cataclysm, is a mashup of his previous hits. Basically, what will happen this time um, I mean, is Cali falls into the Pacific, but also a nuclear holocaust is thrown into the mix. Uh, and uh-huh. since it's the future, we know how that turned out. Yeah. I mean, at this point, he doesn't have to be right. He he's a cult leader who managed to live until seventy nine. Like he's no, and he found it out. He's like, oh, they're trying to keep me humble, you know. Except now it's like, oh, they're trying to keep me humble, you know. It's <laughs> the only difference. Yeah, basically. So there's a there's a woman going by Mary. Okay, and she said that you know Robert had a talent for what she called create states, uh, which are like ethereal states that can feel like religious experiences. You know, basically, yeah, he's having Robert was a very. Okay. Charis- well, he's a charismatic guy, and he, he would dress up an area in the themed way to facilitate the weird place a brain goes to when it's unsure about the possibility of like existential doom. So, you know, he, he it would be beautiful in the room. 
he would have candles and like there'd be you know flowing things and yeah stuff. he, like, could, I'm just, he yeah, could set up know. a ritual space really well and that because right. that does affect a big one. that affects how you, know what you I mean? perceive like that does affect your mind like churches do 100%. it since the dawn of time like when you yeah, concerts we've doing it Fucking concert yeah exactly guar, it, guar does it yeah you shouldn't me guar does it <laughs> yeah like it, if it does affect your mind space when you're in a place like that whether you believe it or not like it is going to be like it's going to but it's going to get in there you know yeah 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 you know, like it, for me, it was sitting on a hill outside of Kent, Ohio, watching the sunrise, and like down the hill was the stage, and some kid was playing some great like early morning trance, and I just had this like wonderful vision of you know, for some reason Kermit the Frog. <laughs> <laughs> you know, like that was a transcendent experience for me. Man. Drugs are dumb. I just throwing that out there, but like you know, it's like you can have that thing where you're like, wow, you know, I know this isn't the completely real but yeah what if you know and once you get into that what if space it's you got to be careful that's where like the most danger is because you're if you're open to possibility fucked up possibilities may be suggested to you for example california falling into the ocean and your particular fucking outpost is like going to be the edge it's going to be beachfront property yeah i just so I'd argue that most of us are kind of in that state right now. <laughs> I mean, yeah, like <laughs> a little bit. I mean, let's just be real. Like, it's like we're all just like, uh, doom is coming. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's going. You know, when you when you start your cult, I will be the first in line to uh, to join it. See, this is the not the, these are that's not what I'm trying to hear. <laughs> It's the opposite. Like, we're we're going to be more like it's more like going to be like Fallout Shelter. Okay? Yeah, we're basically, like, we're all just going to be sitting in a bunker basically yeah. like it, especially this dude's vision of like the apocalypse because he just threw all this like i love the it's, i love it's, the it's, it's, it's a roland emmerich movie I like he's just the, like all the roland emmerich movies are gonna happen well, exactly because be i love the idea that space. like he's getting divine insp- divine like uh inspiration from like all these th- these all these yeah. fucking creators and you're like he's doing the most unoriginal shit which tells me how yep. much he's of it, literally doing Oh, yeah, it just no, tells me how much of a shithead he really is. Like, oh, without so... even having to like, n- like know him, where I'm like, oh, you're just an asshole. <laughs> like... Well, that's that's the thing. You you couple all of that with the the cult's emphasis on uh, being present and achieving full and total consciousness, and it starts getting into that typical woo bullshit. You yeah, know, who gives a fuck? The world's like, gonna look, end. And this is it's. Makes... Oh, well, yeah, I'm not gonna. I'm not talking shit about like meditation. I'm talking about like shit about what this. Yeah, is. no, that's like pretty, this is like, not that boilerplate kind of shit and it's kind of like but you're, yeah. but you're a doomsday cult who gives a fuck <laughs> look I, I i'm a seeker everybody's a seeker but like you also got to acknowledge the fact that like maybe we're alone also yeah it's like, that's just maybe, maybe that's just, there isn't yeah that's just theater truck ca- weird california people basically <laughs> like i yeah, this, do know, you know, this dude I knows can't what even, it's like, this didn't even start from a good place. Like, I didn't write a whole lot of this down because I get way more into it in the podcast. Okay. But the guy that he... He was in a, a group before with this guy who was kind of like a disciple of Gurdjieff and his oh, of uh, he author who basically wrote all of his stuff. But in that group... I can't remember his name now. In that group, they would do stuff like beat the shit out of each other. Like, straight-up fight clubs, levels of just beating the shit out of each other to just, like... You know, it was, it was this, like, extreme take on, you know, Gurdjieff's ideas and that kind of and like apparently this guy this this uh burton was one of the cruelest in the group to the point where they actually kicked him wow and then he went off to start this so this wasn't like like what we'll eventually get into going back to the biosphere eventually is like the the 
the, the, the group of all possibility, what the fuck is that? The theater of all possibility cult. Like that came from a kind of a cool place, even though it got super weird too. But um, th- this is definitely just poor shit. And like, it, like speaking of Gurdjieff, like this is Burton's riff on Gurdjieff's idea that you can't perceive reality since you haven't broken out of a hypnotic waking sleep. Like you're just not awake. You just don't see. Uh, yeah. You can't see everything. No one can. That's very and you're never gonna get that. That's very cool. Well, that's like you're just quite cool. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, that's I don't, Gurdjieff's way to break out of that dream state was to employ what he called the fourth way, which like it was a mushy combination of his three ways to achieve enlightenment, which were difficult physical exercise, emotional control, and yogic mastering of the mind. And the fourth way was just like applying them where needed. It wasn't like first you do this, then you do this, then you do this. Like he was just more like be organic and kind of flow with it for better or worse, you know. And you know, he, he's he's this like old like Russian philosopher mystic and stuff like that. He's definitely yeah. He was probably referenced like... a lot by like Robert Anton Wilson's talked about him a lot. And mm-hmm. you know, he's interesting in a person that I don't know enough about. So like you know, maybe someday I'll look into. He that. sounds like somebody who really got into like Orientalism or something. Like yeah, he's like like. Nerdy Rasputin. Yeah, that's what it sounds like to me, honestly. You know, yeah. that's, that's the vibe I got from like the little bit I read about the guy. I was like, oh, he's just Nerdy Rasputin. Yeah, it kind of looks like Nerdy Rasputin, too. <laughs> right. <laughs> so, so that's what's at like the core of this call. But also at the core is this like list of prohibited things and behaviors. Oh, it's an incom- the worst part. Oh, okay. so This is fun. I love this part because it's an incomplete list. Um, <laughs> there's no smoking. No pot, no pop or rock music. Uh, Certain words were not allowed. Uh, pets were, that were not purebred had to go. Uh, dog, dog, hear that one? A little, little asterisk there. Oh, um, oh no, really? Uh, no God. humor. No humor. What? Uh, oh, no, wait. No, no, no crossing of legs. Doing it right now. <laughs> No swimming. Nope. No sex outside of marriage. You're going to be. You're, uh, you're going to. Your compound's going to become an island. How could there be no swimming? How what? how can you follow Gurdjieff's fourth way? Number one or number two of which is like, or I'm sorry, number one of which is a difficult physical exercise and not allow athletic activity or swimming. Yeah. Yeah, but that's also some bullshit, you know. Anyway, but it kind of seems like those were picked on a fucking whim, doesn't it? Right? It seems kind of like this whole thing kind of, is kind of like boilerplate shit, where it's like that's really just kind of. I mean, it's just, it's clear that it's just, you're just trying to control people's behavior. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And then, it's you know, like, it's real it's like, whimmy. It's like, I was using the word whimmy. I don't even know if it's a word. It's like he went, I'm going to make a cult. What should I do? Oh, I got to restrict what they do. What do I pick? Ah, fuck it. All, all, the, yeah. all the basics. And see, he's got like a 10 step plan that isn't fleshed out at all with like no nuance. And no breathing. Like, oh. No breathing in, uh, <laughs> in non-designated areas. Oh, oh, and here's a real fun one. Uh, Getting caught having an extramarital affair, with, like sex, just actually having did sex with not, somebody who you're not married you to. Did not just say like five minutes ago that the leader of this cult sexually abused a bunch of. People. He was going to say he's a he's, oh, yeah, a, yeah, yeah, he's yeah. a molester. So like, well, 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 well that's guess, what makes guess, this even I mean, worse. Yeah, yeah, I guess uh, it. You know, it's not much different. Yeah. Well, getting but, getting yeah. caught having extramarital marital sex would uh, net you a fifteen hundred dollar fine in the first offense, wow. and then they would kick you out. Completely the second. He monetized. Oh shit! They monetized it. Wow. Well, a little bit. Well, yeah. Of course, it's a cult. Like, uh, it, it, there's the standard. Uh, you know, you'd have to tithe ten percent of your earnings to the cult. Oh, of course. That, like, that's yeah, the standard. Yeah, yeah, that's, yeah, like everybody there. Pretty standard. Also, uh, here, here I, we go. Meaning literal taxes. Number yeah, it's pretty ta- much it's ta- the rest. Cult tax. Yeah. The next twenty-five minutes of this podcast are probably just uh, one giant 
content warning oh. and i've boiled things down a lot like just content, because yeah. i don't need to dwell on fucked up shit it's a warning now, warning right now warning, at this point yes. life yeah this is bad so yeah, three two one Forced abortions were strongly encouraged. Oh fuck! At dude. least, at least one was encouraged at a very late stage of the pregnancy, which didn't happen. Like they got the fuck out. Um, oh god, good for her. Yeah. Burton would say, "Quote: This wasn't the time for children on the ark," which is what he referred to Apollo, a building with a foundation and a footing in the ground. He called an ark, not a ark. Mm-hmm. Anyway. I hate these people. Anyway, so uh, women were considered spiritually inferior, which is probably why the only female angel was Queen Elizabeth, and no homosexual relationships. (laughs) Now, Uh. Robert Burton would, of course, be exempt from any and all of these rules. Um, Wow, this is some fucking white supremacist Nazi bullshit. But he he molested men, you said, so this is like, you're right, this is like some weird this is like weird and complicated. Weird denialism. Yeah, Yeah. that's, thank you, thank you, because I was good, yeah, because that's that's kind of the well, where I come down. That's the with problem this. with like all religion is just the fucking denialism. Well, hold on, and, denialism yeah. though makes well, like John Wayne Gacy right because it's the theory yeah, that he oh, was yeah. gay, but like denied it because or it makes you this fucked or it makes you a man, fucked up cult leader where it's like, dude, yeah. accept who you are because yeah, well, with, I, with regards to the no homosexual relationships, there was a gay couple who did come to this church, huh. and Burton was like, "No, you got to split up," and they wanted to stay so badly they did. Fuck, Jesus, like. I can't even imagine. Fuck that. that, Well, see, here's the thing. You're you're like, well, how would you do that if you really love that person? I'm like, you ain't been in a cult. Like, you don't understand. Like, if you're already willing to be there in the first place, you're going to use almost all of your fucking just intelligence and imagination trying to justify staying and making it work so that it doesn't seem like you've wasted all of your time. Yeah. You know, and it's... It's a weird... We do a weird thing in our brain, right? Like, when we've invested enough time into something... Like, yeah, I'm not going to, I don't want to compare myself to them, but I'm going to do it like me and Destiny. I play a lot of it yeah. and I've yeah. invested a lot of time in it. It would be stupid if I stop now because I do like that game. But the point is, is like when yeah. you've invested enough man hours into something dumb, you're going to I be, don't... it can't stop, <laughs> you know, like. Well, I mean, yeah, you know, and, and like I have problems with fandom, but like I, I get it. Yeah, it's oh, oh, totally that's a good one. Yeah, that's, yeah. you know, like and I'm not. You know, if you get if that's how you get joy, fucking get joy out of it. Just don't. Yeah, but this doesn't bring joy. This is like brings like some weird like people. There are some people who walk the earth who want like a structure to their lives and like yeah. Sometimes well, there there was a uh, oh go ahead oh just sometimes like religion and like cults and like weird shit like provides that, and then again yeah you invest so much fucking time into this thing that gives you this structure you're like well I got I got to do it you know like I gotta. Well, I, I got this far. I got to see this through to the end. And it's profoundly fucked. It's profoundly motivation. fucked up, Blake. Well, I mean, the completionist ideal is good for some things, not good for others. You sure. know, and it's just it's this idea. Like the one thing I do agree about, like the fourth way, is the concept of applying pressure when necessary, where necessary. You know what I mean? As opposed to just being an absolutist about things. No, you got to your meat, your weird meat. Okay. You have to adapt to things. Remember, like, when we talked about the biosphere, you had the trees that got, like, all fucking weird and mushy because they didn't have wind to build up their cell structure. Yeah. Like, that's it. You know, you need to have kind of, like, a stimulus to work against. And it's also, you know, it's like... Yeah, there's nothing wrong with trying to, like... The neural... Gar- to, like... Well, it's like neural cartographer said way back. It's like anxiety is kind of what makes you function. And this is... Yeah. Why I am always, you know, like, I never really... 
consciously thought of that for like ever. But I definitely knew that like a state of pure calm isn't necessarily a thing to go for either. Like it's good for every now and again, but it's not good to go through life like that. Yeah, you know, no, it, it's like, just crazy. The Buddha was the Buddha because for a reason. You know what I mean? Like, right. Yeah. We're no. not. We're not. Yeah, we're yeah. not there. <laughs> you know. No. Like, in no. reaching enlightenment's a noble thing, but so at the same time, it's kind of like there's a reason why like so well, yeah. few people do it. <laughs> you know? well, that, that's that's also that's another aspect of what they were getting into here. Yeah, I definitely it was got that. about becoming like you know the, the whole idea of being present and being fully conscious is like yeah, good you know, with that. Burton, of course, was one of them, and so were sure. like, all of the angels before. Them. Sure. You know oh yeah, I mean? Edgar Allan Poe is totally in the line being you know from totally, totally you know, yeah. from his laudanum use to his love of his cousin. You know, a totally like. Yeah. You know what? You know what? I, I need to get again. Blondum. I need to get that. No. Yeah. No. It was. Um, there was this old, like a double disc spoken word thing that was uh, all Al- Edgar Allan Poe uh, right. Good shit. And yeah. it was done by like Iggy Pop and Tom Waits. Yo. Like, no, it's it's it, but the, the title of it, and I'm going to say this very slowly and clearly, so anyone can find a rip of this for me. That'd be great because I used to have it. I don't know what the fuck happened to it. It's called Closed on Account of Rabies. That sounds dope. and it's fucking phenomenal. You can find like tracks from it on YouTube and shit, but like I'm I'm not paying like 150 bucks for it over this man. Like it's just not happening. That sounds cool. Anyway, yeah. can I just say real quick the idea that somebody would find any artist like enlightened? Mm-hmm. Or, uh, <laughs> well, you know, it's because it was like written in a book somewhere, like oh Shakespeare. You know, yeah, like he's some incredible, than like, existed, you know, so why write? like you William know, Blake, like, you know, like the idea that like, oh, Blake was one. <laughs> That's one I didn't write down. What? Yeah, Blake. Was yeah, one. Blake was one. I love was William one Blake. Blake. He influenced a lot of my, yeah, my own spiritual up. beliefs. But the thing is, I never once think he's just some perfect ethereal fucking being. No, Dude yeah. was weird. <laughs> oh, yeah. was he the one that wrote uh, America? Yeah. Um, yeah, that's an incredible fucking it's book. incredible. It's Jesus incredible. <laughs> but like the point is, it's like. He's kind of America of Prophecy. Yeah, America right? of Prophecy. Yes, yeah. it's a uh, oh. very, you know, very Blake's cool. Du- was a cool dude, but he was weird. He was a human. He was a weird mystic. Don't like yep. try to emulate these people. Don't no, yeah. don't do that. Well, I mean, yeah, because you know, here's what you get. According to Dara Haskell, who only stayed for a few years, and she basically taught Burton how to like appraise and acquire valuable antiques and stuff, like to decorate the place with and shit. Wow. She she was just like he he made her change her name to something, and he she was just like. What the fuck, dude? You know, like she was just like, get the fuck out of here. And she's one of my favorite people in <laughs> this. Such podcast. a great like, reaction. She's just so fucking funny. Imagine. You know, she's. <laughs> I just love the idea that the prophet just... has come before you. He, de- he deems you a new name, and you and you reply, "Fuck you." <laughs> well, it wasn't. It wasn't. It wasn't necessarily that. But she was. She was just like, yeah, it wasn't really. It just got. No, you're not feeling weird. it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And, and her quote was, "He's an amazing conscious teacher, and he's also a sick fuck." Night. Wow. Boy, she's my favorite she was character. only there for three years oh yeah she's great like uh but anyway so like robert's uh, other big thing was like coercing other people into having sex with him oh, of course so yep. remember like he was a cult leader and without being there it might occur to you to just leave but if you were like there in good faith all in truly believing that you were on the path to a new way of perceiving the burton was leveraging sex for some lofty position in his ethereal play Leaving was like tantamount to walking into hell. Wow! Like, because he's cut off your family. It's like it's all the truth. He has hell in his cosmology. Sure. What? Yeah, he has. He's got Blake. Why wouldn't he? Fuck. 
He's got, you know, the queen. God save the queen and shit. Whatever. He's got tons of mystics and weirdness like going on in there. And, you know, he would... This is the... Mm, this is the part that makes me want to just find him and, like, just... Just break him in half. Redacted. Okay. And, um... <laughs> he would cite his angel's writings the way a priest might do with the Bible, except it's, like, fucking Poe quotes. You know, he would walk up to somebody and be like, quoth the raven nevermore, and act like it meant something. Oh, that's and then the person would be so in that he'd be like, oh, it means something. You know, that's, like, I want to... This that's like is the most... quoting fucking, like, train spotting. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? We've met the... Oh, you fucking Raj. <laughs> you know, like, no. It, it doesn't mean it. Just, I'm just quoting a... Just quoting a yeah, well, fucking... They're not mystic. They're dead. Yeah, anyway, I'm sorry. <laughs> that's like, yeah, because it's like... We all got drunk with the writer of Transpotting. I remember that night, and oh, yeah, yeah. it's fucking like yeah. it. No, at no point during that Herman night, was great. after hearing him him like you know open mic and not understanding a fucking word of it because he's like very it was amazing. It was incredible. Is uh like at no point I was like this is divinely inspired, and it's, no, and he would tell you it wasn't yeah, exactly. <laughs> He'd be the first person to tell you like oh man, that's incredible. Like, I, I imagine a lot of people on that list too were like not either against or not very religious. Because, like, Poe is, again, we're going to go back to Poe, where it's like, he would, yeah. like, a lot of people on the list probably would not be down for any of this. And it, it's so shitty to, like, so, we, uh, so we're just walking up to people just saying, like, weird, like, quotes from, like, Queen Elizabeth's bullshit of, like, people who oh. wrote down what she said and think it, like, has, like, yeah. some, that's... He's it's just, the like, lazy- the title of a fucking I'm sorry, he's, like, the, like one that. of the laziest cult leaders I've ever heard of. Yeah, oh, down! Oh god! Like, and this uh, right here was the thing where I was just like, "How does anyone take this fucker seriously?" He's like following. It's like following like yeah, the that the 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 college professor around who's kind of like older but hot, you know, like that's the same vibe because like the guy goes to the was this guy hot? Like is he, I knew he's like fucking like I, ancient, but like I don't know. Yeah. The old picture now he just you know, now he's falling apart. Old guy with a big white beard, he's falling apart. Sure, you know, but like. Back in the day, I don't Is know. He ever... People followed L. Ron Hubbard. I don't know if that matters. God, you're right. So it's like, you know, it's awful. So, it, and this is the part where I should mention that also everyone being made to change their names um, was made to change their names to something obviously Anglican or. Oh, really? Mm. Of course. Of course. Now, this can is I, where you also just really, say, like, yeah. yeah, do that because this is about to get fucked up. This guy is. He seems like the source of all the like anti LGBT propaganda ever. He's a like, stereotype. He, yeah. he is the he's the he example is... that pundits would fucking point at. Gravitate upon. Yeah, he's right. A... Yeah, because he's doing it all like in the worst possible way. For yeah, work. like this is he is literally the boogeyman. Yes, yeah, seriously. You know what I mean, but they probably don't give a fuck because I don't know, like. He probably gives them money. Probably, you know. What I, I mean? can't like, wait to get to we get to like the go- more of the Google shit. Like, oh yeah, no, no, we're I gonna get back. Yeah, I can't wait. So uh, go ahead. Yeah. So warning. So like Burton, like I said. Uh, oh no, the warning continues. Okay. Uh, Burton almost exclusively coerced men. Well, I mean, not really. Like, it, it's not that. I'm really cutting some shit out. Okay. And I'm literally like, there's he gets into it in the podcast. I'll, I'll save that as a teaser if you want to get into it. But like, he maintained that he was not gay. Of course he did. Yeah, okay. Remember, this is goddess living in a man's body here. Um, yeah. He maintained that he was not gay, but he did run an event called a love fest where he intended to have sex with hundreds of men in one day. 
I but he got all tuckered out around like seventy or eighty. See, like here's that. the thing: if he, yeah, that's what it is. Now, no, I mean, like, here's well, the other thing that was it was it was mentioned by like one of the people who was there at that event okay. that he was uh, not like he was the bottom, basically. I mean, I kind of got that vibe, yeah. Yeah, because like I he's don't power, think you'd be able to go more than two. He's like Alistair Crowley, <laughs> you know, like the other yeah, way. Yeah, yeah, no, he's yeah. like the power. I mean, this is a yeah. Yeah. Oh well, seventy eighty. That I think you get a, a like a trophy or something. Like I don't know. I don't know how that works. I just know that that's I mean, like he was planning on going like three. I mean, like if the just, if he was, he was open like, about being gay and this was a very different cult, I'd re- actually totally totally cool. respect every oh, that absolutely. entire thing. Like, that would be totally incre- that's incredible. If it was it was consensual, like the big takeaway from all of this is that like the power dynamic really distorted how consent works yeah because it's one thing to go out like on a date and have someone do something fucked up and then end the date and never see that person again it's another thing where you can't even go home to your family because you've given everything to this this old man wants like all of you to run train on him and it's that's like yeah somehow he raped those men and yet he's the bottom that's the power dynamic we have yes that's how this looks right yeah and as of 2021 burton has not been formally charged with rape fuck he was brought up on charges of sexual assault on a minor in uh in the 90s which is how the bad press kind of hit and kind of tanked the uh wine yeah, out of that mm, it was settled out of court so as it was right also these motherfuckers would go into bookstores and put fellowship of friends bookmarks in the books on the shelves i hate and amazingly uh, a ton of people were recruited this way it's a pop-up in like 1975 i've actually experienced that in chicago during bookstores like for weird christian shit so i'm actually that's yeah that that, that, i'm not surprised a tried and true tactic yeah (laughs) yeah and they probably get into like all these like bookstores that i would have gone to like they had a bunch of you know, new Falcon publications shit, the, the, like, like the weird, really good cool incense, shit. Yeah. like the expensive incense, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah, no, yeah. Like, it... Oh, and, and another thing that we, <laughs> that's another thing that makes me just want to yell so much. I just want to yell so much. I just want to yell. I want a pillow right now. <laughs> um, oh, no. So another thing before we get back to Kevin's story, the cult's uh, canon was a 52-page document that existed solely as a device for dodging taxes. It wasn't a- <laughs> It wasn't even the thing that, like, they quote from or anything. It was just this 52-page document. And that's why, they, like, they did that because that other dude went to, that, went to jail for tax fraud. The angels speak to me. I have been divinely inspired. I shall write my gospel. It's just a manual to pay taxes. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's incredible. So, I mean, you know, I'm just going to go ahead and coin the term pseudo-Bible here. Oh, yeah. I looked it up. I didn't see it used anywhere. So, pseudo-Bible. Incredible. That's- <laughs> this guy is such a creative piece of shit. Yeah. he's not I, even trying incredible. to like create that's the other thing too of why i hate this is like i do ha- it's so lazy it's lazy but also like yeah like it it's goes against things i believe in because i do think creating is can be like a divine experience like it is like sure. i think that is like very like I, I do believe that like this is like a, a beautiful thing and he has not only corrupted some of my own ideas he's also not applying them himself, but being the most uncreative motherfucker right. I've ever heard of. Yep. I think the, the hypocrisy is... And the I thing. would like to formally label him as heretic. Because, yeah. like, you're an asshole, dude. Oh, yeah. yeah I, I guarantee you've not well, read I mean, any of the people you think are angels. You didn't, you've didn't. never read Blake. 
<laughs> well, like here, here's another thing that I didn't really get into too much, but they they would recruit all over the world, right? They not Wait, right, what? Not the biggest cult. They would send people off, like, or better yet, someone would go off and they would drop these fucking bookmarks oh, off fuck. or whatever, or they would, or they would make contact with somebody, and somebody, or someone would contact them. So the cult would fly them over, and then strand them. Basically, oh wow, that is. And when you consider what Burton's proclivities are. This was basically human trafficking yeah. for the purpose of Wow, that's the most evil fucking shit I've ever heard of. Good job. Right. I, I mean, and it's from everywhere. Yeah, that's like, I, I think, heinous. I don't even think, I, I think that uh, Gideon um, uh, Beanstalk was like, I want to say he was he was from somewhere in Europe, and I can't remember now. Oh, really? Did you, but like, stuck here? Yeah, the wine guy. Oh, that sucks. Yeah. I mean, I guess yeah. good I for mean, on him. He has his own winery thing, and he's, I hope he's recovering. But like, yeah. fuck, that's scary as shit. Dude, yeah. Imagine that. It'd be like, hey, I want to join your organization, but I don't know if I can make it. Oh, wait, we'll fly you out. Well, that's a no. <laughs> that's, a, that's a big uh, 10-4. Yeah, but how uh, many of us would fall for that if we were, like, younger, dumber, and more desperate, like, somehow more de- Like, I get it. Oh, that's me. Yeah, no, like, I get it. 100%. If you had gotten me before my buddy got me to start reading, like, the Illuminati trilogy, for example, yeah. which is, like, inoculation, you know? Like, you get a shot of that in you, and it... It just lays all of it out, like in terms of the absurdity of yeah, it. Yeah, because I'm like, imagine yeah, you're you know, trying like, to find something else in your life, you know, like want like, but obviously if you join a cult, shit ain't going too great. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And like, you just want a new life, and these fuckers are offering one, and they'll fly you out. Fuck, that's oh, yeah. nefarious. That's awful. Oh yeah. yeah, yeah. I can't even get a job here to fly me. Exactly. Like <laughs> anyway, <laughs> I was lucky. My job got so me. There. Yeah, no, go ahead. Like if. Well, if we boil this all down, basically, this is not a cult. It's a criminal organization that, like I said, yeah. uses a power dynamic to fuck with, you know, distort consent real bad. Yes. You know, like, that's what I see going on here. I don't see anything, like, good. No, man. there's just, literally <laughs> nothing good about this cult, like, at all. Yeah. <sighs> so, so but it's a fellowship research, of friends, guys. Yeah, that's yeah. the worst fucking part. Thank you for reminding me it was called it's a fellowship so of friends. Lame. After it's learning all of so this, lame. this makes it the like the most evil shit. Oh, in, in my first run there, I forgot I was it was called a fellowship of friends until you just. I, I, I keep trying to not say it. Yeah, it's so like that makes this so much worse. Horrifying. Yeah. yeah, it gives me like like third layer of skin goose. Oh, it's God. That's like something out of Elvish Horror, man. It's, yeah, it's Fuck. just... You know what? Chuck E. Cheese is a better name. <laughs> <laughs> You're right, Charles. It's a better name, like, objectively. It's not even fucking... Yeah, Char- Fellowship of Friends literally sounds oh, like God. like you, you start... You're trying to start, a like, the fifth comic book. It sounds like it sounds like you read. And these are your sounds like you read Lord of the Rings, and you're like Fellowship. Huh? No, if That's I hear Fellowship word. of Friends, well, it you, just... read, you were reading Lord of the Rings while you were watching Super Friends, and you got <laughs> yeah, no, like, ruined. It sounds like something born out of a nightmare, where it's just trying to tell you, yeah, this is a molest factory. Like yeah. it's just trying to t- be obvious. It's just, uh, God. Uh, oh, and let's see. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So anyway, so through his research. Kevin found out that, like, this is what his colleagues were a part of. Fuck. <laughs> Bad day. Yeah, get... <laughs> he found property records of his boss and the department director with Oregon House listings, as well as photos of both of them with Robert Burton. And I should, you know, take this opportunity to mention that as of, like, today, Peter Lovers is still the head of Google Developer Studio. Oh, fuck. <laughs> so, um, wait, how long was this dude... Wait, hold on. How long was this... Oh, I should... Oh, go ahead, no, go ahead. How long was this dude a member of the cult? Like, this dude's... 
the head of development for fucking Google. Well, I don't know how, when he. I don't know when he joined, but like he's he's been the head of this particular department. What power does this old man time. have? He's not that old. No, no, he no. I mean, ultra marathon. Oh, the seventy-nine-year-old dude. Like, I fuck. Don't know. He's like. Enough for them to basically, like, he's probably inconsequential. These guys are acting under yeah, I was going to say, like, when he dies, it's like, what's the pecking order? It's like, fuck, man. I, I, like, Well, here, here's the thing. In 2018, I, I didn't really write much of this down. Um, but, like, he was invited, like, all right. So this, this Jennings Smith was, like, there for the apocalypse. Okay. Like, in 2018. Yeah, yeah. And, like, nothing happened. And then there was, like, he was going to go back and follow up, like, with Burton proper. But they were, like... Because they keep doing this thing where, like, you fucking go out there, and then they're like, eh, nah, we don't want to see you. And it's like, no, I came all this motherfucking way, you dick. You could have called, you could have not agreed to this. You know, like, I hate that pisses me. I would literally be sabotaging their fucking comedy. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yo, yeah. Stuck out there. I'd be like, oh, yeah, we're going to start cutting these cameras right now. Yep. But, like, the the thing is, is, like, they gave, they gave a counter off. They were like, yes, you can meet with a Mr., with, with a, you know, the goddess in a man's body. If you join the cult, and Jennings declined to do that for very much uh, the same reasons that I am not trying to follow Bill Jennings on Twitter, I like don't want to have any, you know, associate. It would it'd be disingenuous, and as he said, it wouldn't be ethical. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like it, for me, I just don't want to fuck with a Google cult. <laughs> Jesus Christ! Yeah, Are you fucking kidding me? I can't think of worse cults. Here's your cyber cult, folks. Here it is. Whoop! There's what it looks like. There's probably a ton of them. There's probably so fucking many of these things. Anyway. So now, Kevin is beyond pissed that he had been unknowingly supporting a cult with this sort of history. Now, like again, I'm going to recommend the pod, you know, the Revelations podcast because there's just there's it's a much more in depth look. There's a ton of shit that I haven't listed that's even more fucked up. And you know, I it's just like a teaser. Like your mileage may vary. You know what I'm saying? For me, I just wanted to kind of describe like, yes, this is another one of these fucking cults. Some charismatic leader. He's the only one that has the divine burn, burn, and he talks about the doomsday and he takes your money and that's it. It's the same shit every time. It's the same yeah. fucking grip. They don't you just change the words around. It's the same fucking end game. So he decides to go to Dan, if you remember who was his friend who recommended him to the job. Because Dan's not a cult member, right? Yeah. So when he approached Dan, Dan said, I think I know what you're going to say. Let's go off campus. <laughs> oh shit. <sighs> so they went to a ramen shop. And Dan proceeded to tell Kevin how he already knew from another concerned manager who, uh, quote, let it spill while drinking. And uh, people already knew, he said. Fuck. So that didn't really surprise Kevin. You know what I mean? Like, you'd have to be a moron not to like realize, hey, where's this line? Blah, blah, blah. You've been working here a few years. It's going to happen, yeah. So, but he figured it was like too out, you know, it didn't, he just figured it was too outside the norm to remain a seat. You know what I mean? But what did surprise him was when Dan said that, yeah, the cult is a problem, and it freaked him out when he did a little digging, but he softened on them, and he thought the department head was a good guy, because Dan owed him for a recent promotion. <laughs> Nepotism. Dan thought, oh, there it is. Yeah. But like, Dan thought, however, that like taking this up the chain would threaten not only like his and their jobs, but the entire department. Yeah, so money, yeah. Right. So he told Kevin, yeah, button up. And uh, wow. he told him to tell everyone else that he talked to about this to also button up. And then he added, like, really mysteriously, Peter is a powerful guy. <laughs> dun, dun, dun. Anyway, um, understandably, Kevin felt freaked the fuck out. Yeah. He started looking for other work. 
it seemed as far as how like success of the department worked that if you were closer to or in good with the fellowship of friends you were in you know you would you also noticed that like fellowship members who were like on the outs with the other fellowship members would be shuttled out of the google development studio so you know Fuck. there's definitely a consolidation yeah. of uh power going on like that's been going on for quite a yeah, while so basically it's either um, like you have to be cool with this to work there right like, that's what it is right. whether you're a member and you or have not. to be like they have to believe you're cool yes to work there yeah like that it's even worse like you can't even just be like you can be like yeah no, you're, what you're doing is really fucking weird but bruh, they would rather you just not say anything. yeah because if you do then like your job there is not guaranteed then, right then, then phil's gonna get weird uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah so so kevin squeezed by employment stress and still working in the department knowing what was behind it had what he thought was a fucking heart attack at age 31. Fuck, dude. Yeah, Yeah. thankfully, it was just his first panic attack. Oh, buddy. And I, I remember my yep. first, you know, it's, it was bad. I thought it was a heart attack. I swear to God. I was like, I'm dying. I was literally That's like, not great. it was like Sanford and Son. I mean, I was just, I'm coming, Elizabeth. I, it's, oh. Well, it was dumb, too. It was for a dumb reason. I was drinking that Not Your Father's Root Beer, and it was way too sweet. It was like too much sugar in it, and it just... Yeah. there goes i went from zero to like warp 10 anxiety it was good shit before what's his face bought it like mm. yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah i'm i'm still mad about that that was a drink i didn't know i wanted in my life and man i made a pulled pork with a can of it one time mm. it's fucking phenomenal anyhow <laughs> so kevin went back to dan and Dan was quick, like, he goes over to, like, Dan's house and, like, sits down and has a drink with him. He's, he brings it up, and Dan's just like, I, nope, drop it. And he did for the rest of the night. But Kevin didn't drop it, you know? He just couldn't. Yeah. He couldn't just let it go. Yeah. So a few weeks later, he met with Dan again, and they had basically a friendship-ending argument. <laughs> like, he goes into his office, and they got into shouting and stuff like that. And the way Kevin saw it, you know, Dan had access that he didn't have. Because, not because of his rank necessarily, but because he was actually in Google. See, Kevin was uh, what Google calls TVC, which means temps, vendors, and contractors, which was a designation for workers who aren't full-time employees and are hired by third-party companies, not by Google. Probably. Yeah, that happens so, all the time. What? It's that labor farm yeah, shit. It's, they don't have to give you fu- it's just an extra layer of keeping... It's a more sophisticated people. version of, like, basically gig culture like that's that's what that is kind you're, of, you're yeah. a contractor you're, you're, you're a contractor work. you're disposable yeah you work for a work farm and then they find work for yep. you you know mm-hmm. it's, yeah it's so tvcs basically do the same work work the same hours but they don't have the same corporate benefits there it is. like for example kevin doesn't have access to google's hr department he has to go to whatever company hired him instead in their their hr department which might not ever make it to Google and has <laughs> absolutely no... It, it, they, HR literally has no... So function. they might as well just not have an HR department, basically. Right, right, yeah. No, Or, or hire me. I'll sit in that fucking chair and do nothing for 25 bucks. Yeah, it's, an, it's an incredible day. job if you can I'll get it. I'll plug the fucking phone, dude. Yeah. Like, is that for what you're doing? Fuck. Yeah, so you're fucked, basically. So then COVID hit. And then Kevin, he, he got to move out of state at least and work from home. So he didn't have to see his old manager or any of his old fucking, like, these cult member motherfuckers or, like, Dan. What are they doing? <laughs> like, that was the other thing that was kind of bubbling in my mind. I'm like, what is he, what are they doing? Okay, so Kevin, he was a, he was like a producer in Hollywood. Okay. Like, or in L.A., I, I won't say. And he, he did, like, smaller projects, commercials, videos, and stuff like that. So, like, this is Google Development Services. Like, he was working with a, like, a DP and, like, 
he had a film crew basically and i think it was just i don't know promo stuff maybe okay so it's not like nefarious shit it's just hollywood kind of shit basically well yeah kind of uh, like like they have they have a presentation coming up i would imagine like i didn't he didn't really get into, okay. it, into it and i didn't like so that's all the cult's doing really for like on the bit well like, yeah but what you know like what what exactly are what is google development services because like google development services is tied into that google development like the apps and shit oh fuck and it's a small like i said it's a small team of like 25 so i'm thinking this could be just like the media department of it or something like this guy definitely does video like that's video and we'll we'll get into it um like right right now actually so like work work was good man he was getting good reviews he was getting no complaints you know he's working from home he's being fucking productive productive responsible and um right and there was a chance that like Google was about to bring him on full time in a promotion. Oh God, that's the also. fucking dream for if you're doing that. Fuck man, their right. benefits are everything's turning up fucking Millhouse. Yeah, right? like he's getting it. And then a person with no involvement in the decision fired Kevin. What? <laughs> uh, yeah, they didn't have any explanation. They like they did a pro- they did process. Now this, this is a, this is a funny part. He had this. He's like they did process my promotion after his firing, so at least his last two checks had a boost. You know? <laughs> oh, buddy. He, he said something like, I, "I was fired and hired at the exact same time," and I was just like, "Oh, oh man, that sucks." So Kevin. Kevin's convinced that Dan had something to do with it. The official story from uh, Google Development uh, uh, Studio was that Kevin was fired over re- an email requesting retention of an editor. Huh? That's, you like he needed to keep an editor around him to do some more work on a project, and they were like, "You're fired for that." And that was like the reason. It, it, no, it doesn't make any sense to me either. I yeah. mean, I've lost jobs for dumber reasons, honestly, just because they felt like it. <laughs> you know, but I've just been laid off. Yeah, I've just been yeah, laid I off. Mean, like it's. Like you could literally. Listen, if you're gonna give a reason, give a reason. Also, he's a contractor. That was the thing, like the person who called him, did like I said, they didn't have any anything to do with the firing. Like someone fired him and then called this person to call him, yeah. like cowards. You know, I've been laid. Yep. I've been like fi- I've been laid off and fired via text message. That's somehow worse. Yeah. What you just described. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Fuck. Yeah, that's some yeah, you're, there's, there's some fucking drone that has to, like, their job is to basically call up people and ruin their lives. In, like, a very <laughs> calming voice, like, hello, you've lost your job. Hi. Sorry, Kevin. Um, We're gonna have to let you go. <laughs> Thanks. Quick. And, you Fuck. know, it smells like bullshit. No, it totally smells well, like... Well, he's a contractor, too, so there's no, like, you could get... When you're doing that... Exp- well, just, I mean, yeah. you could be fired for any reason, even when you do have a stable job. Like, literally oh, any it's reason. it's the right to work shit. Yeah. No, it's the right to work But this shit. is worse because he's a contractor. So you can literally be fired yeah. for literally any reason. Oh, for sure. Like, any reason. There was reason. no shortage of stories like that, man. Oh, God, I remember this one There's time. There's no was job security. Tenant. If anybody ever tells you, like, you need a full-time job and that's a secure position, they're lying to you. Or they're just misinformed and yeah. cold. There was this... I feel bad. I can't remember this guy's name. He This guy came in on a... It was, like, an open mic night in Iowa. And... He had, like, he had just gotten laid off, like, that day. I feel he you, He brought brother. his dad's guitar out, and it had, like, this, it was this pearl, like, shell, like, crushed pearl shell. Oh, that's, like, a pearl handle pistol, but the whole fucking body of this, it was a small body, long neck, well, that was a fucking long neck, but it looked long because the body was so small. And he, he, <laughs> he gets up on stage, and Jesus Christ, he was a really nice guy, you know. We encouraged him. 
he got up on stage and, and he played, um, he started playing a Taylor Swift song. And he, he was, a, he was like really shy. Like he wasn't, he knew the song, but he like got shy. Like he wasn't really strumming, you know, the strings or anything like that. About it. He wasn't confident about it. So everybody in the room started singing with him. More. And it was this really beautiful moment. And then like he came down and like everybody just patted him on the back and stuff and he did a shot at something and it was just like here yeah see everything's okay you know, like you'll, you'll make it and so like he came back the next week and he was he was like a little bit better and then he didn't come back anymore and i saw him one day on a thursday before like the music started and he came in and he's like hey I, you know like i got a job but it was like the tuesday before open mic and and then i got really drunk on wednesday and when i went into work they could still smell it on me thursday and they fired Fuck. <laughs> damn and it was like some contract job, like it was it was a some sort of like you know spreadsheet. Yeah, you have no rights, like thing. at all. Like, yeah, you're, you're I not, mean, I've showed up to work yeah, like, when I'm in my in my youth. I showed up to work hammered, but like yeah. it, uh, yeah. it depends on the I job. Did room right? service on LSD one time. It was yeah. uh, challenging. Yeah, yeah. Um, that's awful. But since then, yeah, well, since since he gets he got shit canned, he has since joined the Alphabet Workers Union and gotten a lawyer. Um, cool. As it's a, this is an ongoing developing story. Like if something major comes out of this, like I'll definitely come back to it. Yeah, I hope that union has but teeth has, and just isn't one of those weird like in-house like. No, 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 no. They're 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 going to be doing kind of like what we're seeing at Starbucks. And okay. Shit right now, Amazon. What? They're they're definitely okay. getting. Well, I, I mean, hey, the people who think they rule us but are actually literally supposed to be custodians of society have failed. Yep. Oh, so yeah. there's gonna they're gonna see a lot more of this. Uh, Strongs. Or strikes, or whatever the meme was. It's, it's Strix. Strix. That's what it was. Mm-hmm. There's going to be a lot more Strix um, coming up. Um, let's see what else. Yeah, the cult is uh, still in control of uh, GDS. Fuck. And you can tell that by looking up that dude on Google. It's right in his header. Yeah. Uh, or I'm sorry, not on Google, uh, not on Twitter. And, uh, you know, Kevin intends to keep up the pressure and hold Google accountable. Yeah, That's kind of where he's like, at with it right now. It d- I mean, I can't imagine like the. What's it got the fucking? I can't lose? imagine like alphabets like higher ups are gonna like know the odd boutique faiths of every every employee. But at sure. this point, and you know, we live in America. You could believe in whatever the fuck you want. I don't give it. Like you know, yep. it, it is your right to believe in you know whatever the fuck you want, and that's cool. Yeah. But like, it comes down to like now that this has come out, and there's no way they don't know about this. I wonder if they're really going to be able to really do anything because people abuse the whole like freedom of religion thing to have weird abusive shit like this. Oh, well to have, yeah, to have a Bible that's a 52 page. Whatever. <laughs> oh, God, mm. It's such, I mean, here's the thing that I'm most worried about. There was, there was like a, a like a sect of the FLDS that was responsible for the O-rings in the shuttle challenge. Yeah. God. I'm also worried that hey, if they if they're still buying wine from these motherfuckers, you're buying wine from a doomsday cult. Yeah. Also, in case you what if hey, you ever heard of Jonestown? Yeah, you know, like <laughs> it wouldn't take much. We're like all these motherfuckers would be drinking some slow ass poison one night, and then there's just boom the entire. Also, in case you're too young to over. understand the Challenger reference, uh, it blew up. Oh yeah, it exploded. When I was in class. <laughs> yeah, you watched it. We were watching it in class in fifth grade. That fucked me up, yeah. man. man. That was, yeah, no. You don't even know. Like, everybody's like, oh, 9 11. Yeah, I had a one. See, yeah, I, I was going to say, I was going <laughs> to say, I was in class when uh, 9 11 happened. 
but yeah. like no, that compared up. well that would fuck that that fucked me up but like the challenger yeah, is a go. completely different story because you're oh it waiting. was so full of hope yeah like a school teacher oh my god yeah it, I, then, I was like well that's over yeah, the fuck yeah. And then i found out i couldn't then I found out I couldn't fly jets anyway because I wore glasses, and I was like, yeah, "Fuck the military, I ain't doing." Yeah, shit. no, it's a... that's all I wanted, man. I was really yeah. good at the Top Gun game on Nintendo. Uh... Yeah, I was a very good video game pilot. I Stealth Fighter, the one seventeen Stealth Fighter game that Microprose made for the Commodore sixty four was my fucking life for like two, three years. <laughs> yeah, I did no, more missions uh... over Bahrain than you possibly imagined, kid. All this stuff about the the. The fellowship of friends, though. I mean, that, that every really, time you that really puts, say it, every time you say it, I that puts a a new light on uh, the firing of the their the lead ethicist that happened a few months ago. Like that, okay, yeah. The, <laughs> Ethics, the fuck, it's so dumb. It's like it's like hidden behind its stark dumbness. Yeah, yeah. It's like hiding in, it's it's literally, it's one of the best examples of Douglas Adams' uh, SEP field, uh, somebody else's problem field. <laughs> <laughs> like, it's just, you just look at it, I, I'm not processing that. It's like, if you if you put paperwork in front of me, I go away. I literally just like, go, off into the distance. Because I just look at it and I see lines or something. Like, I've filled out so many of these that have fucked me in my life. Yeah. I'm having a really, really hard time filling out another one, but, you know, like. Yeah. How about this? We agree I do the thing I say I'm going to do, and you compensate me for it in a fair manner. All right, cool. Yeah. Shake. I don't know. I need to run numbers or something. I, I, I don't know. <laughs> I, just, like, I, I just really want to see what the company's reaction is going to be to all this, where it's like... It, it, oh, it was a New York Times article. Yeah, like... So there's definitely they like know, a if they didn't know before, like kind of they going know off. now. And, yeah. And I, I went to their website, too. Uh, the Fellowship of Friends... God, what did that look like? It's uh, fine. It doesn't say anything. Like, there's actually an FAQ, and if you scroll down in the FAQ, they're like, what if you want to leave? And they're like, you can leave anytime you want, kind of shit. They don't say it like do they, that. Do they pull the whole, we're not a cult line? They never mention it. Of course. Okay. They're, they're just a bunch of uh, people trying to achieve enlightenment and, you know, self-awareness, and they have That's, none. I, I mean, I, I understand a desire to chase enlightenment but oh yeah it doesn't exist guys i'm sorry really? like, you can't you can't find it well, you no, can't no, find I mean, it on like, something look, personal to yourself enlightenment, right it's a very personal thing and the other thing about enlightenment is that it's not like a permanent state like you basically i don't know let me think of an example like when okay when i watch like any film Say, say like an action movie where there's nothing emotional going on in the film, okay? Like, it's just literally like some very good choreography and some really like kinetic hits and some good punches and yeah. shit. And like, somebody throws a tiger at somebody. Like, what I like, I'll tear up watching it. One, because I'm not blinking. And two, because they pulled it off. Yeah. Because I know how much fucking work goes into some of this shit. And it's just like incredible when you get like the camera pan, like everything works a certain way. It's like a poem. Oh yeah, it literally hits me like a beautiful piece of fucking literature. Yep. Or, that's or, that's not what wonder. I'm talking about. Mark. Certain songs do it too, but that's what I'm saying. Like those things will happen in the or when you have a realization. Like the first time I realized, like 
Oh shit! Masturbation is free fun. You know, like that's enlightenment. No, that's that's an epiphany. That's not enlightenment. Enlightenment. Well, no, but enlightenment is the moment afterwards where you realize, like, you know this now and you did not before. Like, you've got the expansion of your mind. I think. I think the way that we talk about enlightenment usually kind of refers to this idea that oh, you you reached a certain point, you crossed the the veil right and now you know right. everything you understand everything about everything well and that's the thing I, I like to goof on about his list of angels yeah you know what yeah. i mean like it's it's like who can do that like who is going to be above creation you're all fucking your Allen Poe is like the worst fucking choice too, <laughs> because like yeah. didn't he just die of mysterious circumstances at 40 rabies yeah yeah like when he died in the gutter. He, he I think yeah. he got. He had. To, I think someone forced him to vote to death. But like it, mm. it's it's that where it's like you just look at this list mm. of like supposedly divine beings, and they're all like they either died in heinous ways, lived awful poor lives, or they commanded an incredibly racist empire. Queen Elizabeth. It, it, yeah, the only people who ever really came back from the dead was like way before we knew how to write it. Down. Exactly. Like. So those records aren't exactly accurate. But the point is, is like, yeah, yeah like it, it cheapens the idea of enlightenment <laughs> very much. Well, and, and you know what? To be fair, it's terrifying to think that this is a rudderless creation. You know what oh, I mean? Yeah. Like it, it's terrifying to think that all this stuff is just like we could literally your your most intense traumatic thing that is happening to you right now does not matter in the face of like a comet hitting fucking whatever yeah. Minnesota. Okay, you know what I'm saying? Like, it's just, there's no, like, we, we can have all of these dramas in our lives and all of these, like, interactions and all of these relationships and this work that we think is important and all of that stuff. And it's just, it's literally, like, kind of rendered fucking useless in the face of this infinite, just infinite fucking reality. And that's terrifying. Like, it's not easy to just sit with that and be like, I'm okay with that. Yeah. You don't, yeah. you kind of want it to matter. Like you want your life you have to, to matter, appreciate and beauty. you know the thing is that, well, yeah. you, you know, it's it's trying to understand the structure of like what this is. Like, why do we why do we keep going, and why do we keep doing things? You know what I mean? And for me, it's curiosity. Like I'm just curious about shit, and I'm trying to get better at explaining that. <laughs> and that's like all I want to do because I see it as passing a baton in a matter of speaking. Like I don't see myself as like. Like, that's why I'm doing a podcast and not getting on stage. You know what I mean? Like, I'm not trying to make a personality out of this necessarily. I just, I just shit I'm into. I want to fucking tell people about shit I'm into. Yeah. And it's like not the shit that you're necessarily going to hear about anywhere else. All, you know, you did. I mean, this was the fucking New York Times. It's not like I was like, oh, breaking news. But like, I don't want to keep going back to the well for things either. You know, mm-hmm. and it just there's there's so much that we haven't thought about and talked about. I don't know. The the biosphere thing really set me on this weird path of thinking. And it wasn't even because I've started reading that Bucky Fuller book that's like 800 goddamn pages long. But it's just, that was such a, you know, in a, in a lot of ways, a very pure experiment. And I appreciate that. Like, that's a thing about that. Whatever the drama, whatever the bullshit was around it, the idea that they went in knowing that they didn't know what was going to happen, and then being surprised at how much did work, and how they were able to discover things that were going to be useful, like outside of the biodome, and then share that, you know, like that's kind of what we should all be doing, like more pockets of all over the place, not necessarily building a fucking biodome, but being open to the idea of like, okay, let's let this thing happen and try to observe how it's working. Yeah. And like how we're affecting it and how like it's affecting us back, you know, what's the feedback loop? And it's just, we're not interested in that. 
We're not interested in that. We're like much more interested in like we got to keep this like consumer fucking train rolling. Oh yeah, we're living you in know? the dumpster world. Yeah, it's hard. Well, I like the fact that I'm like now seven percent. I think we're all cyborgs now if you got enough microplastics. In yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, it's hard to ask people to be you like know? self-aware. I swallowed a quarter the other day and it hasn't come out yeah. yet. So there's the metal. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, you know, got kidney stones too, so I'm part. Yeah, gold. that's what it is. <laughs> that's a good one. Trying to get it all in. <laughs> but like, I, yeah, it's. It's a hell existence, and I get why people would want to go to a place. It, I mean, it's not all hell either. Like at the same no, time, it's not. There are and these that's why peaks and moments of joy yeah. and stuff like that. It's just that you got to understand, none of it sticks around forever, like good or bad. Like you will. That's why I say appreciate it and just under like, but also be self aware enough to understand certain things. Yeah, man, have a fucking cheesesteak. Yeah, read a just good book. It. Just have the fucking cheesesteak, dude. No cheesesteak. <laughs> oh, okay. It's, it's not a book. I mean, if you want to read a book about cheesesteaks, uh, <laughs> I will do some research. <laughs> wow. I did not know that if you buy and freeze like a sirloin, like, and then you put it on the, the, the fucking uh, mandolin, mm. that's how you can get that shit. And that's the best way. See, now I'm really, just really mad at you because I have no access to cheesesteaks where, where I am. Right no, now. I'm telling you, here's a, here's a good recipe on how to make it. And it's, you get, your, get your cheap sirloin and freeze it. You wait until it's frozen. Then you get your mandolin out and you just cut it really fucking thin. Mm. And the way you make your goddamn cheese whiz is you, you put like American with some Velveeta and you mix it with like a cheddar or something like that to a smaller degree and you keep it kind of creamy with the half and half. That's it. The rest of it, just go nuts. Put whatever you want on it. You know, get some mushrooms or whatever. Onions. Onions are great. And uh, saute them shits up. Make sure you salt it. <laughs> it's like, Cheesesteaks are real fucking easy to make. You know? <laughs> I just like, wanted to see how long you were going to go. <laughs> I can go through. Let's talk about cheesesteaks. This is, cheese uh, this is <laughs> Coin Ops Cheesesteak Corner. Where he talks about... We need, we need a little bit of levity. From, yeah, seriously. Uh, from the cult that is running... I, so, Google... Like one like, little thing GDS, in GDS is basically... Uh, we didn't really cover what GDS... Uh, like is in charge of at Google. Yeah, no, I was looking. It's it basically just seems like it's like the development studio. If there's only 25 people in it, maybe like maybe Google development is its own department, and then Google development studio is like okay, we do the PR and we do the like mm-hmm. yeah, fucking PowerPoint. So it's not like they have access to like know. servers and shit, but it's still worrying that yeah. they even but it's like propaganda yeah like it's still you know, worrying like, they even have a, even a small a hold can turn into something much larger yeah well yeah well, i mean the biggest issue really on the ladder, sure you know, it's, yeah. i can't believe google's just like oh we're cool with this like is the why not good like what the fuck i'm thinking it's just they're entrenched and it's google is I mean, thinking, on, you know buy a company <laughs> thinking about right? this right they incorporate that company's fucking of course thing and then they either destroy the company or they let that idiot keep failing upward like the guy that made Google. Well, it's, it's kind of like I mean, it's, it, it, when it comes, to, again, like like I said before, it's like when it comes to freedom of religion, it's like, when, especially when you're a company, it, you better not care about what people believe in as a company, okay? Well, but, I don't even know if that's even going to fucking matter anymore. I think we're way past that. Uh, just uh, I mean, if, the Supreme uh, Court just passed that also, shit yesterday. You can't like generalize either because it's kind of like, you know. Christianity no. has a, has a no, fucked no. up history, but I can't like not have Christians in my company. You know what I mean? Well, yeah, no, I mean, well, it, it's that stupid thing that always fucking happens. See, like it's 
okay, I sitting here in my basement, I have freedom of speech. All right, I can say whatever the fuck I want. But the second I clock in at the Walmart, I can't be going around being like, knock, knock, who's there? My dick. You know, like that, which, understandable. Sure. Turns it's out, not something that I would fucking do anyway. Speaking but the from, fact that it is fireable. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, speaking from like, experience, uh, talking about your political views on the block is uh, mm-hmm. not always the best thing, especially when, you know, your political views are, I want everything to burn. So, yeah, it, yeah. it's... Well, I mean, you gotta, you gotta, you gotta just find a little nuance there. Yeah. Yeah. You can't, you can't open with that. Yeah. You gotta walk them back. Like, you know what I mean? Going back to, you know, religion, it's like, where's the line? Because, like, you know, their prophet is very much alive and it raped a hundred men. Well, you day. realize, like, yeah, you realize that, uh, that there is no line for cults like this, you know, white supremacist cults. It's like when L. Ron uh, Hubbard was well, I mean, was alive, right? And it's kind of like when you say, yeah, I'm a Scientologist. My Messiah is this weird, dumpy-looking dude, fucker. And yeah. kind of like... Who's apparently used his bottom teeth to sift sewage. Incredible. Uh, him and Rudy Giuliani. Incredible. I don't know what it is. It's these... I'll pull my own teeth out before yeah, that it's, happens. It's <laughs> Just get new ones. They could do it on my own. fucking afford it at that point. Fuck them. Like, it's... Uh, just pull your own teeth out, your only fans. Yeah. Jesus like, Christ, why, why that's why a great put, like... So I got like a plate on the top teeth and the bottom teeth literally looks like, yeah. you know, like a used fucking oil filter. It's just- <laughs> that could be a Patreon tier if like watch coin out just pulls on fucking teeth out. Damn. Nah, no. Nah, some tragic things would have to happen before I think I could get away with That's that. That's fair. Um, <laughs> I'm thinking about it. <laughs> things I don't want to think Yeah, about. yeah. But, uh, yeah, no, it is. It's fucked up. Like, like my whole take on, on stuff like, like religion is like, you know, believe what you want. But don't impose your beliefs upon me. It's yeah. the same. See, a lot of people who don't understand that don't understand consent. Yes. A lot of them don't care because a lot of them are now becoming accelerationists because a lot of the Well, that's why you see, like, it's very weird. The same people that will be, like, vaguely anti-Semitic and say things about the globalists will also throw a ton of money into the fighting in uh, the Israeli-Palestine conflict yep. because they're trying to accelerate that fight because they think that this gigantic nuclear battle that happens because they don't care. They will, they will sacrifice literally all of Israel in a nuclear hellstorm because that means Jesus comes back. And they believe that. And it's Ugh. sounds bonkers until you talk to them. Yeah. You know what I mean? A, and like a lot of them are in this. That's a real conspiracy. The documentary that's series. Real. The family is like, yeah, dude, no, like there's, there's like a mom's fucking grocer, like, uh, you know, those grocery stores called moms. Mm-hmm. It's like M O M. And then it stands for like something like, mom's organic market and it, it's a recurring acronym yes. that um, <laughs> i don't like those yeah. it's like atm machine is also a little pet peeve but this is different yeah. because it's mom's it's like tight you know it's like m-o-m but it's also mom's organic market I'm like but then you have the mom's organic market inside the m and now it's fractal <laughs> my, brain is, my brain is broken but behind them was like the the house that like in the documentary the family about the people who are the uh the fucking you know bible prayer meeting here every year and it's like literally full of like the most hateful fucking yeah these are the people you know, who are like you know building armies of they're the children. ones who actually write policy yeah they're the ones who are like building armies of children just so they could get into politics well that that, that prayer breakfast whatever like fucking everybody goes to it every president Ugh. obama went to it all of them all of them go to it they bow to these fucking people. yeah it's and they are fucked up, and we're just letting it happen. Yeah. 
you know, talk about like we we see. Here's the thing: we need to go find. We we got to go find. You know where 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 their uh, Wayfair uh, is selling kids. You know, <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, 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 a cabinet from them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Instead of the thing that's literally actionable and measurable, yeah, the real conspiracy. Them, but, you know? get, but you know, coin up, you forget they're Christian, so they're okay. That's what it, that's. Well, they're on our side. Exactly. Sort of. Well, I mean, like I said at the beginning, like this shit, you're start you're starting to see the purity test come into play. That's like that, and most of their ineptitude is the thing that might save us. That's really yeah. Like, that's going like, forward. Yeah. No. Well, it, it's weird for me to be quoting Dennis Miller yeah. because mm-hmm. of what happened. But like way back when he did stand up, he was funny. Like he he had some good shit at the beginning before you know whatever right wing money got. Uh, yeah. But he had this one bit where he was talking about racism being stupid, angry. It wasn't even a joke for him. Like this thing came around. Like he built up to this moment, and he just said he's like racist. He's like these fucking white They're fucking stupid. It's like, what are you going to do? You're going to split everybody into groups. Okay, so you kill all of this group, and then you have all of these people, and now you have these people all looking at each other, and now we got to take the brown-haired people and separate them from the blonde-haired people. We already killed the redheads, basically. You know, like that kind of thing. And then now you just got the blonde-haired people. And then you start sorting them by who has green eyes, who has brown eyes, who has blue eyes. And they all just start killing each other. And then, oh, well, this guy has too many freckles. Okay, this guy is, like, too, too big. Whatever. And so you finally, like, kill everybody down to a single person he looks in the mirror and then he attacks them. <laughs> yeah. You know, and that's, because, there's no end game for this. Yeah, like they think that they're going to be able to rule. It's like, no one's been able to do that for very long. And that's, you know, like that's the whole the soft thing. rule. Just, well, yeah, it's going to blow up. Like the, it's all of this is, it's just, they all, man, if they don't do this, then they have wasted their time. Yeah. And that's the scariest thing in the fucking world. Yeah. You know what I mean? I, I got, I, I, was comfortable in 1998 well we'll say 1997 <laughs> with there only having been three star wars movies you know like i i was prepared to live the rest of my life knowing that this this trilogy existed and it, it made me happy and then everything went to hell yep. <laughs> oh went to hell and then 9 11 uh, a point a point i want to <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Point I want to make is yeah. uh, then the recession. <laughs> yeah, I mean, sorry. People, I can keep going. Oh, people who like, yeah, who kind of consign themselves to these doctrines of hate. I mean, you may throw that hate out at other people, but really, it's yeah, it's when you boil it right down, it's, you hate yourself. That's all it is. Yeah. Yeah, or yeah, you, you hate you, and you just and you, you, you think want you to deserve go, more or something. You yeah, know, like you think you're you're entitled to more or something like that. But, well, you know, the irony is, is like y'all, you know, like that's <laughs> yeah. the part. Yeah. yeah, you're entitled this, to like, they just, that's how know. they get you to do like really horrific shit is. We all just oh, want yeah, to live yeah. peaceful lives and not have to worry about food or water or like companionship or just any of these things. Well, and yeah, it, like, just... it, except your brain gets fried because we have like generational fucking abuse and like they mm. think to get these things, everyone else has to fucking die. Yeah. Well, I, I like I like the thing where like the Biden administration just released this. Uh... Man, all right. So let me preface this by saying that there was this author I really liked from State College, uh, PA, named uh, James Marlin, mm. who wrote these uh, just absolutely. He was like an atheist who wrote these just absolutely like fucking hilarious books about like sci-fi religion mashups. Like, um, I think uh, what was it? This is the way the world ends. Was kind of like a take on like. Alice in Wonderland, and it was about a person who was wearing a top-tier anti-nuclear survival suit, 
when the bombs dropped. So they were the only person left, and they're just like hallucinating to existence. Uh, he'd written a series of short stories called Bible Stories for Adults, <laughs> which are fucking awesome. Yeah. They're really good. They, 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 in the very first story in it is about the flood, and and like. Well, wasn't the flood supposed to kill all the bad people so that only like God's favorite family with like you know Noah and everybody was like going to make it? Yeah. And then it turns out like the whore of Babylon like stowed away and all the kids fucked her. <laughs> <laughs> like, it's pretty great. Yeah. Um, but anyway, he he'd written this uh, short story that was also a novelette called uh, City of Truth, and I'm gonna butcher because I can't find my copy right now. But there was this one moment where they they get into an elevator and there's a sign on the elevator, and it has like it's like a maintenance checkup yeah. mm-hmm. list that you always see on every elevator yeah. or it, they say uh, on file in office, which means whatever, you know, <laughs> like it should be, put, you have the slot, just put it there. But um, it, on this one, it said something like how um, this, this like uh, maintenance record may be accurate or it may not. Uh, this is just one of the myriad ways your government fails to protect you or something like that <laughs> like, as a sign. <laughs> And I just, I, I, I was thinking, beautiful. well, I've been thinking about that just with the fact that here we are, we're still literally in a plague, okay? Like, you know, T, T hasn't, it hasn't been that long since she got it, and I'm, I got friends fucking popping off on social media, like, well, got the Rona. And I'm like, yeah, that's we're still in a plague. You know, like, eh, we're not quite out of it yet. I'm seeing these, uh, this labor strike going on, you know, like in, in uh, uh, the UK right now, where all the fucking, like, all the train union was just like, eat it yeah it's incredible i i love that shit i, I there's this great tweet where this uh this this guy who's like the the head of it or something like she's trying to interview him and she's like so like what did blah 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 she's trying to corner him she's like well so what are you gonna do with this strike and there's like three people picketing behind him just standing there and he just looks at her and he just gestures he's like this this is it and she kept trying to make it sound like they were gonna start like hay marketing you know yeah, what I mean? Like straight they up make going, it sound like some weird commu- like communist like and he, thing. Yeah. And he's just like, "What are you talking about? This is literally what a strike is. We just stopped the trains, man. Yeah. Like, what do you think? Like, they don't get paid a lot. What kind of interview is this? Like, he starts turning yeah. on her. It's <laughs> like UK UK train drivers, unlike in America, which is very odd, they don't get paid a lot. So it's kind of no, like no. And, and, and we'll it, turn your city. Well, off. they tried to interview a. I saw another tweet where they're trying to interview this cab driver, and he's just like, "Oh no, we're good." It's like support the workers. What are you talking about? Like we're we're prepared for this. We'll take people where they yes. go. Like they, you know, they like, know their position. Fucking, like you yeah. know, like well, it's it's also a much smaller, much more kind of like it's a it's much smaller than we yeah. are. We're we're wild. Like we have fifty different versions of the same thing, you know, and it's different in every fucking state. Like I, God damn it, Texas is talking about secession. And it sounded like a little bit more serious than in past attempts because they've always had that shit on the Incredible. books. Like they had secession and also splitting into like four states was like also on the books. Kind of like California has one of those like groups that tries to do that kind of shit. Yeah. And they're calling it Texit. And I'm just like, uh. <laughs> oh, that's, mm, that's a good I'm one. I'm sure they'll I'm be fine. Gonna, I'm sure it'll work out beautifully. I'm not even mad about yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. You know, I just, the sentiment's garbage. Yeah, no, shit. it's really um, bad. Yeah, I mean, well, I, I, they, I just want to say, you know, Tex, Texas wants believe uh the union then like fucking go ahead and do it already, gonna, please well i mean like, like here's that's the gonna thing hurt, like a lot of a people. lot well no yeah a lot like, of us mm-hmm. are gonna have to be like all right you got a place to crash here if that happens yeah because that's gonna fuck over like well, you know because the there's power want to succeed everyone else i'm sure has yeah, very mixed opinions on on it like when the power company yeah. failed and killed all those people during one of the worst like winters 
Ever? Oh yeah. Well, they were dip. There was that dipshit move to like separate from the like the the national. Exactly. Party. So it's like, how well is this going to really it's work? It's that like. <laughs> It's, it's that like libertarian thing again, you know? Yeah. Where like they, you gotta, you gotta like. Well, let me just strip it down to. Yeah, nothing. I'm gonna live in a shipping. And come up with uh, this yeah, thing. I'm, gonna, I'm gonna live in a shipping container and lower the age of consent. <laughs> like uh, that's what yeah. that is. It's God. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, so man. shit's fucked up, y'all. Yep. So be good to one another. Yeah. <laughs> that they and, uh, taking anything away from that? Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> and uh, watch out for that. Watch out for cults. Yeah, yeah, watch out for calls. You may be in one now. <laughs> um, we had, uh, uh, I guess, another, another shout out to last week's guest, Anna Moscat. Definitely yes. um, check out her books and stuff. Yep. Had a lot of fun listening back to that episode, man. Oh, it's good stuff. It was just a hoot. Um, we're on the digitals. We are. We are on Twitter. We got the, the Googleables. Yeah. Which we're on Twitter. We'll see how Googleable we are after this episode. Oh, Cyberpunk 2077 <laughs> is still in front of us. Dude. It'll never go oh, away. Good like, Lord. So, yeah. But if you want to find us, we're on Twitter. We're twitter.com slash neon dystopia. That is me. Uh, yup. So for. I'm at L0WL1F3THE. Yeah. We got a, we've got a, uh, an interview that I did with uh, Andrew McGee on uh, Neon Dystopia. If you guys want to check that Hell out, yeah. Andrew McGee is a uh, uh, really cool guy. Uh, uh, you did a short, a short film. film, yeah, a short film that was featured on Dust called Venus. Um, it's okay. Yeah, it's a really good interview. I really enjoyed it. Um, yes, good interview also, but it's it's, also it's a very good film good too. Movie. You should. Uh, let's see. Yeah, we got Discord, and it's awesome. Yes, yes it and it's uh, yes. yes, yeah. Please I, join I just, us if you if you uh, are. Angry at everything, and uh, would like yeah, to post about yeah, that. Hang out. You need events and yeah. stuff, right? Yeah, we'll hang out. We'll do stuff. Yeah, um, yeah coin ops here. DJs before the episode drops on the regular. If I'm telling you about this now, you, you either heard it or you missed it. But yeah, usually right before this drops, which is uh, Fridays. Also, I've been doing Saturday nights. So if you want to hang out on Saturday nights and listen to some tunes, um, you'll see that get shared through the twitters. Um, I don't know. Facebook keeps telling me that I have like one new like and seven new engagements on the low life uh, Facebook page, <laughs> but I, it's, a, it's a lie because I've been fucking clicking on it. There's nothing there. Yeah. It's just like, hey, we've given you $20 to put this fucking thing on. I'm like, get, yeah, shut up. Go no, away. It's, it's not great. Um, but we're yeah, on not, there as well if you could that. seek us out on Facebook. Uh, there was Neon Dystopia, of course. Yeah, we got an Instagram. We have an Instagram. Uh, we also have a Patreon, patreon.com slash Neon Dystopia. Yeah. Uh, drop us a dollar if you are so inclined. It really helps a lot. Oh, and shout and, out like, to whatever, uh, to all our our, our patrons. Right? Yes, and hey, let help us out fucking with the algorithm. It turns out if you if you you know give us like ratings and comments and shit, that seems to help. Yes, and uh, and since we're not spending money on advertisement, tell fucking people about what we're doing here. This is crazy. Shit. Yeah, tell people comment. <laughs> you know, yeah, comment. You know, share it with your friends. You'll know who to share. It with. Yeah. You'll know. Like, <laughs> don't 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 get somebody bring them in blind, you know, and be like, "Hey, what are your interests?" Well, my interests are these three know, dipshits. Yeah, ostensibly it's, it's three. Oh, dipshits that's weird to think about. Oof. Three dipshits. <laughs> my interest are these coming th- soon. <laughs> my interest are these strange three men. <laughs> these men who are yelling at the sky. Oh my god, and they're hundreds of miles apart. <laughs>
<laughs> Are they enlightened? <laughs> Who knows? We're just a, you know, collection of buddies.